Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even an angry mob in Steve Urkel. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that Santa Eric Matthews soon would be there. The children were nestled, all snug in their beds, while visions of power drills danced in their heads. And Greg and Mark in their kerchiefs and I in my cap settled down to watch Al and Matt from Step by Step make out. When in the backyard lawn there arose such a clatter, I thought it was Santa. But no, it's just Uncle Jesse dropping 17,000 snow cones. Nothing's the matter. Welcome to the TJF Podcast, episode number four. It's the Christmas special. I'm your host, Ryan. Megastar Mark, welcome. How you guys doing? Uh, I'm in the festive spirit today. I even have some Christmas lights up. I always have them up because I'm lazy. But, you know, they're there, and this time it makes sense. So, welcome. Welcome, everybody who's listening. This will be a... I'm excited for this one. I'm in the Yuletide spirit. Oh, Oh, all uh, right. That's exciting. I like it. it. Christmas. That's something I know about Mark. Mm-hmm. Love Mark Christmas. loves Christmas. Oh I'm yeah, a big Mark Christmas is, guy. Mark gets literally the best presents on the planet, and I feel inadequate every year. Uh, but just know that I love you, Mark, and that's the best present I can give. That's wow. all I need. That's all I need. And when you open up your present this year, I want you to feel really sad that you can't top it again. <laughs> that's what I really want. Don't worry about it, because I'm not even getting you a present this year. Perfect. Perfect. Actually, oh. I got you. I did get you both a present, but. I, I mean, I'm never going to see you. So, I mean, do you want me to show you your present? You should. You should. Oh, hold you it have up. them here. You have them here. They're they're in my they're in my drawer right next. Right, right. Ryan, next he, he's going to whip it out. He's he's definitely yeah. whipping it. Oh, is this uh, a dick thing? This is yeah, a dick thing. It's always. Yeah. A, I mean, yeah. I've known him for a long time. He's I got one for each of you. Okay, yeah, here it comes. You can see it now. Lefty and the teenage mutant oh. stickers. <laughs> That's wow. phenomenal from uh, from our dinosaurs episode. What a wow. what a gift. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to snip it in half, and then you each get one. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah right, oh, absolutely. of course. Absolutely. Come on. Where so. did you, I'm guessing Etsy. <laughs> um, no, throwing it that one was out there. Redbubble. So oh, perfect. Oh, of course. Those guys. Our first official sponsor. They yep, don't know it yet. Right. Um, <laughs> we'll send them a bill. $20 million. <laughs> it's Pretty a impressive. Lot. Yeah, I don't right. know if they knew that. One yeah. sticker. Yeah, that's not enough. We need money, too. That's right. Um, that was Greg. Killer Greg. How are you? Hello, Kilogreg seventeen. There's a number in there, right? Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. There's a number in no, there. No, I mean it's Kilogreg, but when I was making my initial Google things, you have to throw a number in. Of course. So when I, I don't use number, my Twitter enough to uh, plug my own Twitter, but so don't even bother following. It. Just follow our our regular page, yeah. TJF. Honestly, you if you follow my Twitter, then you follow all my other Twitters because I literally just retweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just retweet what all my podcasts. <laughs> just a retweet machine. Right. We have a very special show tonight because it's the Christmas night. It's Christmas week. Happy Christmas, guys. Yeah, I love it. Happy birthday, Jesus. <laughs> There's a lot of Jesus going on in one of these episodes. Mm-hmm. A little bit of Jesus. A little bit of Jesus. A lot of bit of Jesus. I don't know. 
not like seventh heaven Christ Jesus, but still, it's up there. Well, let's let's hop into the Christmas spirit. Let's get in this. Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right, let's, let's get, do it. Yeah, well, let's get it fired up. My Christmas sleeves. Look Roll, at your jumper. Yeah, you are actually oh, ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You guys, you, you said it. Mark, you're obsessed with Christmas. You love Christmas. I am. I do. It's like it was the big thing for us. You know, growing up, birthdays were nothing. Christmas was, ever, was everything. And it would be like a two days before Christmas, we would start like celebration. We'd have like one side of the family come over. And then the next day we'd have the other side because they couldn't match with each other. They'd fight. So it was great. I got like double presents. It was fantastic. It was like my parents were divorced. So uh, I really, <laughs> really had fun. It was, just, And then like I've taken that nowadays too, where like, you know, we have obviously this year is different, but right. Christmas. Christmas itself is going to be a big celebration, even when it's just going to be, you know, my wife and my kid. We're still right. going to do it up this year and, and you know, FaceTime the best we can. So we'll make it as close to pos- as we can to a true Christmas, a true pre-COVID Christmas. I like that it's a three-day thing. That's, that's Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Extend yeah. it. Make yeah. it long. Yeah. For every day it took the wise men to see the baby Jesus. Right. We got it. We got presents, baby. I tr- Drink whiskey eggnog and get hammered. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Perfect. <laughs> this is for you. Yeah. Frankincense and myrrh and whoever you are. I don't remember. Good What's job. It? Go to the major. <laughs> I went to Catholic school for like 30 years. I don't remember jack yeah. shit. I drank it all away. Yep. <laughs> As a good Catholic does. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You bury that. You bury it down deep. That's, That's right. right. Greg, what about you? You you said Christmas was your favorite holiday. It beat Thanksgiving last time oh, because sure. of presents. Only because of presents, but yeah. yeah, no, definitely only because of presents. Christmas was a big deal at my house too because it was. It, I'm an only child, so it was just. It was oh, so all you about were, me. You, you were rocking right. and rolling on Christmas Day. Yeah, I'm not going to say it wasn't. It's not for selfish reasons. Like Christmas was awesome, yeah. but my family does a really good job of like appreciating it. Every every girlfriend and ex-wife i ever had they were they were always shocked because like christmas literally takes my family like eight hours wow we laugh because about halfway through every single year my dad is like why don't we stop for a little while and take a walk (laughs) i like that that is nice let's think about the first half of christmas (laughs) and then we would we would we would get our snow pants on and we walk around the block and then we come back and open the big gifts kick off for christmas too (laughs) Right. And like my family always escalates. So, you know, you get like the socks yeah. and underwear first oh, yeah. and then yeah, you yeah. escalate to the Super Nintendos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think right. I think my dad's like reasoning there was like, all right, let's make sure the kid really appreciates the shit gifts and he's not just faking it to get the good ones. Mm. Like you got to wait for it, bud. One thing I've noticed, you just kind of brought it up, Greg. One thing that as a dad that I really, I realized my own parents must have done, but I just never really took it into consideration is the order of gifts that you open. Because like sometimes a later gift, like an earlier gift might tell off a later gift. So you have to like plan it and like move gifts around and like make sure they get to them at a certain time. Oh, for Uh, sure. Never appreciated that until I actually became a dad. And then, yeah, take some effort in time. No, agreed. Because there's, I mean, my family also really likes to tell a story. Like yeah. every gift has a story. It's like, you know, here's where I was when I, th- I thought of this. And then I had to go through this to get it. And it's like, I don't know. It, it, it certainly makes it like fun to appreciate it. Sure. Sure. I like it. I like it. Yes, I agree. I also very, very into Christmas. Love it. I got two little boys. So mm-hmm. how can you not be? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I don't, you know, again, I'm an only child, so I don't have it. And like, I don't have any kids, so right. I don't have any nie- nieces. I really don't have any nieces or nephews or anything like that. Um, but my girlfriend, she has like a couple, couple nephews that are like 
five to six. Oh, nice. Good range. Like, That's good fun. Range. Perfect for me. As a person who's made a living out of selling bullshit, <laughs> it's like, you like comics? You like action figures? Come to Uncle Greg. I got you covered. I know exactly what you want. Yeah. I know exactly what you want. Yu-Gi-Oh cards. That's what they want. That's what oh. all the kids want. <laughs> no. They have too much respect for themselves. No. No, we can't do that. Uh, I had a little tag in here. I don't know if you saw it. What's the best childhood present you think you got? If you have one, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Sometimes there's like eight Christmases I can go back to and be like, oh, I had those, good ones. all those were great. But I was spoiled. I really was. Do you have a a present yeah. that you were like, oh yeah. Probably my Super Nintendo. Because yeah. like, that's just something that's like stuck with me as a I was going to say, like, I like, think I that's me too. And I got a basketball hoop, but like yeah. I don't still ski and I don't play basketball much. But I mean, again, you know, look around me or if you just know me, like, that Super Nintendo stuck with me. I literally have that Super Nintendo still. Does that's it still awesome. work? Yeah, uh, it does. Yeah. I take really good care of my stuff. I did not. I really I, did. Yeah, I always <laughs> do. It's unbelievable the way, like, the state people bring things to me. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's I can like, imagine. This smells like uh... cat piss and cigarettes. What are you doing in your home? Here's my Jinkum SNES. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I think I agree. Yeah. That was a huge gift. When did that come out? 91? Yeah, I think I got mine in 93. Yep. 93. Okay. It had a good lifespan, too. So that that makes sense. Yeah. Because I was playing games on it in 90, at least 98, for sure. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Mark, you got one? I got a. We always had like a um, like a, a family computer when I was growing up, and I remember I was like twelve or thirteen, and I got a gateway computer uh, that was Ooh. just for me, and that was like a big deal. I mean, because like I like to play a lot of like I was playing like around that time. I think it was a little bit later, but I was playing like uh, Age of Empires, and before that, I played like all the sim games. So to be able to do it on my own computer and not have to work like fight for time with my brother or you know parents, it was a really big deal. That was a, and I look back on it, that was a massive gift. To give to like a twelve-year-old boy in yeah. nineteen whatever you know, like early nineties, like that costs money, <laughs> you know. So I'm very, I was always very appreciative of that, and uh, I always remember that opening up the the box. It had the monitor and the box were in two separate boxes, and just wow. you know, just tearing it open. So I think you know, the nice thing is too, because I was like twelve or thirteen, I became a man with that computer. You know, that's just I, I explored quite a bit of the internet with that. So <laughs> an unintended consequence. Boob. Exactly. Exactly. Unintended like, consequence. Oh, a titty okay all right oh okay i think i'm into this H- how much more there is there oh yeah. there's a lot okay all right well i'll see you oh, in the eight years <laughs> i'm never opening the store again yeah right yeah. <laughs> i um i recently watched a home video of like a 1994 christmas or whatever and i got a 4x cd-rom for that Ooh. christmas wow yeah holy and at shit the time i was hot shit yeah wow. world you were just drowning in the pussy oh my god yeah <laughs> really i still i still break that thing out when i need to um, <laughs> you never know when you need to drown in pussy that's right you know my, oh, my car is, not yeah. much but have you seen a 4x CD <laughs> oh my god this has gone into a very uh dark territory yeah, already you, oh, you're in bed already how about that <laughs> all right let's do this <laughs> Get ready for the next, the best 37 seconds of your life. By the time we're done, your mix CD will be done. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Yay. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This uh, is fantastic. Um, <laughs> did, we, did we watch episodes or something? We did. What, what we were we did. doing? 
Let's start. Let's start with some episodes. Uh, we're going to pepper in some more Christmas talk as we go. Yes, absolutely. We're going to pepper it in. First up, I love it. the king of TGIF, Full House. Not the king in our hearts, but the king the king as far as like uh, memories and monetarily, I guess. Full House, season six, episode 12, A Very Tanner Christmas. Hey everybody, I have an announcement. There's a very special delivery in the backyard for Miss Rebecca donaldson Katsopoulos. She has another gift? Yeah, just a little something that uh, wouldn't fit in your stocking. All right, guys. She's crossing through the kitchen. She's opening the back door, and we should get a reaction right about... (laughs) Starting out with Michelle, that greedy son of a bitch. (laughs) She wants to replace her tiny stocking with an actual trash bag. Cutting to Jesse decorating the house. Jesse's into Christmas. Uncle Jesse. Spraying the windows with the fake snow. I've never done this. Nope. No. Not a thing I would ever do. But I don't want to clean that. Cleaning that off has got to suck. And he was right. doing that to like every window. And Danny is like every a clean window. freak. Like that was that would give him neuroses. Like that's a horrible idea. You see, like now this show sucks, and we all know that. <laughs> but, like, you said last time. I think I fucking hate this show. It's for babies. That was what you said. This did not change my opinion. Okay, I was going to ask. But a good joke would have been Danny following him, cleaning it up yes, immediately. Right, right. How did they not like, do that? That joke writes itself. But yeah. right, nah, don't worry about it. That's How right. did they not go there with that? But, don't worry yeah. about it. So he's cleaning these windows. Becky, who never lets you forget during this episode, she's from Nebraska. She's annoyed that San Francisco has no snow on Christmas. You've lived there for many years this is not a like is it really that much of a shock that no. san francisco has no snow it's been many christmas whatever steve is here good old aladdin boy i must say that's our, this is our first is this our first aunt becky as well first aunt becky yes. first, first steve. aunt becky first steve all right how'd you feel about aunt becky oh mm. talk about good. becoming a man like on the internet <laughs> yeah you fired up that gateway hey uh. there google it aunt becky pictures that's right <laughs> I feel like that's not even that much of a joke. Like, yeah. I didn't Google Aunt Becky, but like, she was hot, man. Like, I remember right. growing up, and like that is was she, like, it's it's definitely one of the first times like, I was going to say that. Is that absolutely? Your, is that your first TV crush? Is Aunt Becky your first TV crush? I feel like it could be. I, I mean, I don't know specifically, but I feel like it's up there. It's right. probably, it's hard yeah, to remember. Probably Saved by the Bell. Oh, like, probably one of those. Oh, three. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably Tiffany. Casey Slater. Meow. I mean, he was hot. He was <laughs> I like the way he sits on a chair. He still looks great. My God. He's oh the best God. looking one of them all. Oh, for yep. sure. Easy. He's like They're... 60 and made of rocks. Steve is here. He has a surprise. He's dating DJ. He's going to, he finally got into college. I guess I forgot he was an idiot. Did, did you remember he was stupid? I don't remember that. I feel like that's a running thing with TGIF is I forget who are the stupid characters other than Cody. I remember Cody. It's always right. the boyfriend. Always. Always. Yeah. So he's stupid. Every boyfriend is that. an idiot in all of these shows. He's dumb. He finally got into college. It's Daytona Beach University. Oh. <laughs> Which I forgot to look up to see if that was real. It, I've uh, been to Daytona Beach a lot, okay? Because my, okay. my, my mother-in-law lives in that area, so when we go down, like, it's kind of where we are. Unless the, the college is next to the fucking flea market, there ain't no college called that. <laughs> okay. I assumed it was fake because they trash it for being a terrible school and mm-hmm. him being dumb. Right. So yeah. I mean, if you're going to pick a real school, pick the U. You know, that's a real dumb school. So. Yeah. Uh, Florida State. Is that a dumb school? 
Florida State's up Arizona there. State is yeah. like the That's dumb the dumbest, school, right? That's, that's the, the party the most, school. That's yeah. the most party school of all time, right? Yes. Uh, well, Gronk went there, right? So it has to be. I know that's a sports <laughs> reference. Uh, no, he, he was in Buffalo. Oh, no, he didn't go to Buffalo. He went right. to, I think he went to Arizona State I or Arizona. I think so. It has to be. Yeah. Oh. Fits perfectly. Anyway, Steve has a surprise. He goes to, he's going to this college. Uh, DJ's pissed. She does not care about her boyfriend who's stupid who finally got into college. What a horrible thing. Real bad. I was watching this with my wife, and my wife was like, "What a bitch!" I'm like, "Yeah, DJ's horrible yeah. in this yeah. episode." What <laughs> one of those things where, like, I I think it, I think it is relevant to high schoolers. You know, yeah. like my my boss's son is in seven. I want to say seventeenth grade. He's seventeen. He's about to go off to college, and like, you know, it's really held back. Girlfriends going off to college, and like, are you going to stay together? Like, that's a relevant thing. Sure. But as oh, for sure. Watching this, it's like you need to get over this like immediately. Yeah, seriously. If Aladdin wants to go to party school, let him go to a party school. Okay. Agraba <laughs> you isn't going to work. So. Uh, yeah. Agraba you. <laughs> She's not wrong to be upset. She's not wrong. But as an adult, the advice is this relationship doesn't matter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Also, this will at, never last. Right. At this point, definitely not a healthy relationship when right. she reacts that, you know, negatively to this. Uh, Danny and Joey bring in a Christmas tree. Stephanie presents her itemized color-coded list, her Christmas list to them, which it's it's is it Christmas Eve? It seems yeah. like it's Christmas Eve. You're being a little too greedy. You got your trash cans, your trash bag uh, stockings, you got your color-coded list. It's out of control. These girls need to learn the true meaning of Christmas. So Jesse has a, a present for them. Jesse's a, he's a sneaky fucker in this episode. Sure is. He's got a lot of presents up his sleeve. A lot of lessons to be learned. Anyway, all the they check the Christmas lights. They're all out, except for one, which is not a thing anymore because the LED lights, I think. Right. I think that's an old, out-of-date joke there. That got, a, that got a chuckle out of me. Um, There's one. You got one laugh. <laughs> there you so go. Far. All Three right. episodes, one laugh, good ratio. Okay. One, not even a laugh, just a chuckle. Just yeah. Eh. No, I was like, oh, yeah, all right, I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> Back to my phone. <laughs> Back to Google and Aunt Becky. Hold on. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what have you done? Uh, all right. So we cut to Christmas already. Uh, little kids enjoy the boxes that the gifts are in, not the gifts, like the one-year-old kids. Just like cats. Yep. Were they Alex and Nikki? Is that their names? I forget. Does it matter? I think that's right. So they like the uh, boxes and you get a nice moment where Joey pulls them around with a candy cane thing. Um, but mostly I was con- confused as, is this daytime? Is this nighttime? Is this Christmas Eve? Is this Christmas morning? It's The set is lit as if it's night. Yeah, right. Not lit as if it's daytime. Is it supposed to be early in the morning? What is? What the hell is going on here? Do you have any... You got me. crazy. I assumed it was Christmas morning. Yeah, I got Christmas morning, but I totally get what you're saying, Ryan. It was very confusing. It was also very sudden. Like a lot of these shows, it's like there's that build up to Christmas morning, and it's like, especially in sitcoms, it's magic. And then it was just like, next scene, it's Christmas morning. There, there are no obstacles to overcome. We got there. Okay, cool. Do you do Christmas Eve presents, or you Christmas morning presents, or do you do both? One. You get one Christmas Eve present, and it's usually Mm. like kind of shitty. Not like shitty, but like. Here's, like, a, here's a book. Yeah, same. <laughs> you don't read, right? Here's a book. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a picture book, see? Yeah. Uh, here's yeah. a bunch of pictures of things you like, Greg. I'm like 
not not into the Christmas Eve present. Don't like it. No, no. Don't. Like do you feel it. like it spoils it? Like you just yeah. want to sit all for? Okay, I, I get that sentiment. I do understand. that. I also enjoy as like a adult. I don't really like the presents that you you get a lot of your own crap throughout the year. You don't really need like, oh, I can't wait for the that doesn't happen at 35. But I do like sitting where they're all set up. I like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like sitting, drinking a whatever while they're all set up. I like the ambiance of that. So I like to keep that set. I don't like people picking at the presents or even moving them. <laughs> don't touch them. Leave them where they are. Wait for the next day. Come on. Just you with a baseball bat curled right. up in front of the tree at night. A whiskey and a bat. Don't <laughs> Don't you fuck with my feng shui. Don't you fuck with my festive feng shui. I like it. <laughs> Danny has a girlfriend in this episode. Okay. Named Vicky. She's around. Is she's she? In, she's in a bunch time. of these, yeah. right? Really? I have no memory of her. I always thought he had like a whole bunch of girlfriends. I don't remember there's just being like specifically one. Maybe I'm I think that remembering was like the first wrong. serious one. And I, I feel like eventually... Don't they like break up and get back together like nine times? I think they break up because she gets a job at another city because they're both newscasters right. or whatever. Yes. She was an anchor right. or something. I don't know. She, no, apparently I think she Aunt Becky replaced her and their morning show. They did like oh. Good Morning San Francisco, and I think Vicky got a job hosting like the nightly news and ABC. And I think Aunt Becky takes her place. Interesting. Anyway, she's working at that job out of town. Their long distance relationship. I think she's working out of country too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Anyway, she's going to miss Christmas. Joey's going to play Santa, because of course he is. Uh, and he's wondering if he should do a Jerry Lewis impression. Does Santa need an impression on top of Santa? Yeah. It's kind of weird. Steve and DJ exchange gifts. She gets him an expensive leather jacket, which looks good. Looks it good. does. Yep. He gets her a Daytona Beach University sweatshirt. <laughs> But he even leads with, like, I don't have any money. This is the best I could do, which is, like, that's sweet. That's fine. Like, okay. And, man, she does not like that sweatshirt. Uh, he's dumb. But this he, is a dumb gift. He has to know this is not going to go over well. Right? Does he? He is stupid. Like, we've established he's that dumb. he's dumb. How so dumb like, is How stupid is he? He's like, going to Daytona Beach. He's going next to the flea market, man. Come on. He's we know going he's an idiot. The non-existent school. The school right. that's, that's not there. Next Look, to the racetrack. A lot he's been duped. He's like Manti Teo. He thinks that's this is market. real. <laughs> I don't have a lot of money. I've seen right. you with that flying carpet, motherfucker. Okay, so you got some cash laying around. That cave had a whole bunch of treasure in there. You can't tell me that's not stashed away somewhere. Got that. I'm, I'm enjoying the Aladdin references, by the way. Is this a whole plot just to dump her to get with Jasmine, the mm. hotter the hotter of the two? Oh, I would in a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? Direct upgrade. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Royalty. Right. Beautiful skin. Has a tiger. Tiger. A tiger. tiger. Right. Papa got money. <laughs> you know? Yeah. She says, what's going to happen to us when you go there? It's just a party school. Ouch. Uh, and then he's like, well, did you buy a leather jacket that was very expensive to bribe me to stay? And she gets mad at that. And we get full breakup, which I think they break up. It's got to be like oh, 10, yeah. 10 times yeah. over the series. Anyway, they break up. It's time for the Christmas party. The wrestling team gets invited. This was I thought this bit was kind of funny. And I hate this show, Greg, but <laughs> I thought this bit was kind of funny. Kimmy Gibbler, who's maybe the best person on the whole show. She comes in. She's like, you know what? You broke up with Steve. I got it all covered. I'm bringing the wrestling team in. You can court them all. 
Pick your next boyfriend. It'll be all set. Meanwhile, off screen, what the hell? Why didn't you put this on screen? Jesse, her, his present to Michelle and Stephanie was bringing them to a homeless shelter to teach them about the value of Christmas or the meaning of Christmas or whatever the hell. He because said. he did something similar with his dad, right? Wasn't right. that like part of it too? I forgot. I don't think it was exactly yeah. the same, but very weird and very weird to write that it wasn't shown. It was just like, oh, we did right. this, like the the B story we did without filming it. Okay, so just try take our our word for it. Like that's your episode. Yeah, right. It's so funny because it's like you sh- the 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 message is you should you know give back or whatever, which is a good message. Mm-hmm. But we don't even want to be bothered <laughs> to show them giving back. <laughs> like that's the message we're trying to convey. But fuck it, we're not putting that in the episode yep very wow. weird what a what a choice anyway they're uh they've been won over they feel great everybody's happy dj working over the wrestling team all she talks about is steve because he's clearly a superior man to them all like mm. these are just generic fellows and he's aladdin come on well steve is also on the wrestling team like that's what his letter is for so I'm like these are his friends is he real? Wow. This is a no horrible yeah. transgression yeah. happening here. Seriously, Kimmy, so, like, come on, is, back this, off. This is like really going for it. You know, like yeah. this is sticking the knife to poor old Steve. Kim, this is also so Kimmy can hook up with one of these wrestling guys. So she puts on mistletoe, like a headband with mistletoe hanging over her head. Funny. And sits down on the couch is like, all right, line up, fellas. And then they don't do that. They line up for DJ instead. And this is the first of many mistletoes in these episodes. A lot yes. of mistletoe going on. I have never encountered a mistletoe moment in my whole life. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it. It's been around. At work, there's literally one hanging right over the desk where I work. That seems like a mistake. That's just Which is weird. It's weird. Yeah. It's asking for trouble, but I've never encountered it. There's you a, should aggressively there's... make out with yourself. I think that'd be fun. Oh, yeah. I can definitely scare away some people. There's like consent forms on a clipboard hanging from a nail (laughs) next to it. Anyway, so it doesn't work. Uh, She tries to get the wrestling team to kiss her. Nobody does. But Comet, the dog, comes in and kisses Kimmy Gilbert. Great. That's fine. Okay. Good. (laughs) That's a fine conclusion to that joke. That's all right. (laughs) I put, uh, you know, uh, maximizing your minutes here, Comet. You you maximize them. You were on screen for 20 seconds. Right. Got a great you, joke out of it. You laid down a good bunt of a joke, yeah. and that was fine. <laughs> you got yeah. on base. Sacrifice fine. bunt. <laughs> right. You move the runner. Uh, totally fine. Danny sits down DJ and basically says what we said earlier. You're a fucking dickhead. <laughs> Just let this guy, poor guy, go to college and figure it out later. You're being an asshole. And she's like, you're right, Dad. Thanks. A Santa shows up. We think it's Joey. Then the doorbell rings. Then a second Santa shows up. Makes out with Danny, find out that it's Vicky. She's returned from wherever she was, Sweden. I think it was Sweden. Yeah, which you can just do on Christmas Day. Actually, now I say that it is Christmas Day. Santa one we think is is Joey, but Santa three shows up, a third Santa, doing an impression of Daffy Duck. So we know that's Joey. So who the hell is Santa one? Daffy Duck Santa, lame. Come on, awful, terrible. Just real bad. At least the show illustrates how terrible it is. Like yeah. he does all these no voices one cares. and everyone no one literally cares. like rolls their eyes and yeah. walks away. Right. So mm-hmm. at least they know it's terrible. But if it, 
I don't know. It's like in a when a video game references that you're doing menial tasks. You know, like that they're trying to be self-referential. It's like, boy, I sure do pick up a lot of chickens in this game. And like, just oh. don't do the chicken thing, man. Yeah. If you know it's stupid, don't do it. Thanks for pointing out that I'm wasting my time. Right. So. Yeah, so Joey comes in. Turns out Steve is the number one Santa, the first Santa, because DJ wouldn't answer the phone. So this was his bright idea to get into the party. Why don't you just show up and be like, yeah. talk? <laughs> You are a friend of the family. They do let you in and steal their food all the time. That's They're cool with you. Yeah. D- I think Danny says that. Like, our food bills are going to go way down. <laughs> if he lives in Florida, I won't have to pay for that. Anyway, they make up. And then, of course, he announces, I'm not going to Daytona Beach University. I'm going to go to junior college in town. It's all fixed. Jesse has one more present for Becky. It's his- <laughs> It's a backyard present. Go out to the backyard and check it out. He somehow fills the entire backyard in San Francisco with snow mm. and built a snowman mm. during all this. And the girls who he just took to a homeless shelter did not see it because they, yeah, they were just all came in through that door. Yeah. Isn't that the door to the garage? Oh, did they come up through the garage? I don't know. I don't know either. Who knows? It's, it's like the doorways of the movie The Room. You know, you just enter one room and end up in to go in another one, or the front door leads to nowhere. <laughs> they most definitely came in through the back door because yep. they were in the kitchen when they had that conversation. Yes, right? you're right. Yep. So his explanation for doing this is he bought 17,000 snow cones from a snow cone guy. I assume this is also a joke. <laughs> I don't think it is. Is that yeah. real? Is it supposed to be? Is that supposed to be real in the episode? Or I mean, at this point, and and Becky should be like, listen, we live with like your brother-in-law yeah. uh, in the basement what with our spend? with our two children, and you spent like let's just say each snow cone was a dollar. You just spent seventeen thousand dollars to decorate a backyard for one day. I mean, the Rippers must be doing real good. <laughs> all those japan tours yeah, have really huge. paid off apparently not yeah. enough to move out Mm-mm. right but they did uh, redo the attic so i guess that that probably cost him some money mm-hmm. wow. now him and his twin kids and his wife get to live in a one bedroom attic apartment what did you think of this one <laughs> you already spoiled it you don't like it. you didn't even like this one either oh no the show sucks it's not even it's not even like i don't like this show anymore it's like this show is legitimately bad it is a bad television program this was not great it's supposed to to be a comedy but there's not a single good joke i thought the one light bulb working was a little bit funny um i like the wrestling team joke a little bit i'll i'll admit that i i liked kimmy like Gibbler with the with the mistletoe i thought is that, that our problem is that our problem here we haven't uh, this is the only time kimmy Gibbler's appeared we need more she's kimmy. on she was on for like six minutes maybe not well, even you know what i will say all the episodes we've been watching are a little bit handcuffed by the need for a moral but that's full house though every episode is going to be like that yeah Greg. Okay. Like every single one is like that. I can tell you that I, my problem with this, I did not like this episode at all. And you'll no. see that in my rankings uh, at the end. This, I felt like nothing happened in this episode. Like it, like they jumped to the Christmas thing way too fast. And then they were like, oh, we're going to take the, you know, the kids out to the homeless shelter. And sh- never mind. We're not going to show that. Never mind. Never mind. And then like they broke up. But then like five minutes later in the show, they're like, everybody, everything's fine. No, no, no big deal. Yeah. It's like, hey, Merry Christmas. Yeah. 
you know, that was it. it and just... maybe, maybe that is the an additional issue with this is that there's just too many characters. Mm-hmm. And by this time, this was what season six. Season this is five? the second to last season. Six. Yeah. Season yeah. six. Like all these characters in the show are like known commodities. Yeah. So if I'm watching Full House, I want to see Uncle Joey. I want to see Uncle Jesse. I want to see what Danny's up to. I want to see all the kids. You can't give any of them the spotlight. Whereas, like, Perfect Strangers is about Balky and Larry. Yeah, so right, right. they get the spotlight, whatever their adventure is. Each character in the show got an adventure. Danny didn't have Vicky. Uncle Jesse was had all the plots. Je, you know, Joey was doing bad imitations. Like, and I'll, Okay, so I'm going to tell you my, my other big issue with this issue specifically, because I don't remember this in the other one. It feels like a home video for people you don't give a fuck about. <laughs> like there's like these <laughs> weird long shots of the twins just like in a box. Right, right. Which yeah. you know, like if I was in that box and I was watching a home video, it's like, oh, that's cute. You know, Uncle Jesse was tugging me around, but I have no affection for these children. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I don't need to see this weirdly long shot of them. And that happens a bunch of times. They're in a bunch. Hey, everybody, look at these kids. I feel like they got them. Like, the kids were doing something cute when they weren't filming, and then they filmed it, and then they shoehorned it into the show. Friends of yours will show you pictures that are baby, and of course you don't care about that baby. Hmm. But what you do care about is that it matters to your friend. Right. You know, like, okay, sure, you, you you did it, man. You got a, You took your phone out, and you took a picture of your baby. You did it. A plus on that, but it's because your friend is so excited about this kid that like you're allowed to get excited about it. I don't know who these babies are. Is this whole show? Hey, look at these cute kids. Is that the whole premise? That's a big part of it. Yeah, like they think Michelle Tanner is just the funniest thing on the planet, and I think we're past. She's past her prime. No, no, she one hundred percent is. You're right. Past her prime, right? Yeah, Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. we got we got there. two of you now. We got two of you. <laughs> she's she's she was not as funny in this episode as she or perceived as they as, think. As yeah, she is. She was not great in this yes. episode. Right? This show really likes Terrible. cute kids, and they they put them front and center. And you're right. Like, there's nothing after a while. You're like, oh, that's okay. Kids fun. Kids cute. Whatever. Mm. Like you were saying, Greg. Let's move on. Like, and I think overbooked. We used that in the last uh, the last episode, but I feel like that is applicable here too. There's just too no, much going sure. on. You know, like they didn't have enough time to show Michelle and Stephanie right. at the homeless shelter, but they. I, right. I swear to God, it was probably two total minutes of just those dumb babies. Yeah. Right. Right. Cut the babies. Show I think the homeless those babies shelter. were out uh, outpacing Kimmy Gibbler. What the yeah. hell. Yeah, more Kimmy, hey. less babies. More Kimmy. Okay, so that's not going to rank high, I don't think, on any no. of our lists. We'll see where it falls at the end. Boy Meets World, Season 6, Episode 11, Santa's Little Helpers. Oh, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up one second. I'm also level two. Level... Die, 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 die. Why don't you put the game down, Santa? Yes, there's a sweet little boy that wants to sit on your lap. Ho, ho, ho. Come up here, little one. Okay, well, what do you want? I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say this one's not going to rank very high either. It's a little weird. <laughs> uh, I hate it. Feeny, perpetual hero of this show. Oh, great. <laughs> He's out there singing his carols, singing some Christmas carols. He's decorating the college. By the way, he's the dean of the college now. 
Which I like. I like the 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 career movement there. Which the is career? Like random like high school like teacher of what was like history, right? And now dean of students at this local college. It's Wasn't he also good. principal of the college or the high yeah. school? Maybe he, he has moved all the way up. Was he an elementary school teacher and like <laughs> yeah. followed them all the way? Like he's going to be a, like a a middle manager at Liberty Mutual for four <laughs> <Yeah>. years. <laughs> Five years. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Matthews, did you file your TPS report? Oh, my yeah. God. All right, so he's singing some uh, Christmas carols. Do you have a favorite Christmas song? Let's go back to our personal Christmas wow. favorites. Okay. Let me Do you have any Christmas songs that you uh, you spin? Oh, I mean, Last Christmas by Wham. I got to go with that one. Like, I, lo- I, I, I like Wham in general. Song. Oh, how do you hate oh, that I song? Hate oh, my like, God. They, they're, like, out of tune. Oh. Okay, hold up, hold up. That's a good question. What's so? Give me a song that you like. Give me a song. Give me your least favorite Christmas song. Oh, too. I like that. All right. Oh, Dominic the Donkey is by far my least favorite Christmas oh. song. Oh, okay. All I right. Fuck right off. Uh, ah. Favorite. I have a lot of favorites. Uh, you know what? Actually, is like a secret one I like is the Christmas song by Dave Matthews. What? He has a Christmas song. <laughs> I honestly yeah. don't even think I've heard it. It's just a good Christmas song. Huh. I'd right. like to wish you Merry <laughs> Christmas. Right. Yeah, no, I'm glad we could find it so quickly. <laughs> it's like you had that clip queued up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know Dave had uh, Christmas music. Yeah, it's good. Why, it's why good. here's Dave right now. Oh, it's great to see you. Would you like to play, play us a little music oh, here? Oh, no, he's good. He's done. Yeah, that was it. Also, um, I think it's Sarah McLaughlin and the Bare Naked Ladies have a good version of God Rest You Merry Gentlemen. Oh, yeah, that wow. is good. No, Super I've heard good. that one. That is good. Okay. Yeah. That's a dark. That's a dark uh, horse right there. Okay. Yeah. I worked. I worked at a music store for almost twenty years, so there's a lot of like deep cut Christmas Christmas tracks that I've heard in my life. There's some good ones that people don't they don't yeah. play on the Christmas classics Amazon music yeah. channel. Uh, did you say one you hated? Oh, you said the donkey. All I'm right, Mark, what you got? So, like I said, I'm going to still stick with Wham because I love. I love. I support I love that. that. I support I just Wham. Always get hyped up for that. I'm going to say that is my favorite and my least favorite. You know what? I don't like that Bruce Springsteen one. Because and I'll tell you why. Very specific reason. Halfway through that, he just starts fucking talking to his bandmates. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. listen, we don't pay you to talk. We pay you to sing about your truck and just fucking babble. And like, what, what is all this stuff? Like, you're wasting my time, Bruce. Talk about the union you're going to build, and then let's move on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're going on strike. Come on. Max, what are you getting for drum Christmas, buddy? Uh, <laughs> a drum? <laughs> okay. All right. What about you? What about you, Rod? I have uh, I have two that I – I have one that I really like. Stevie Wonder has the best Christmas album. It's fucking awesome. Oh. Yeah. Have you heard the Stevie Wonder album? No. I have. Uh, it is the main, the main song, whatever it is, it's an elf, oh, is, yeah, is yeah. the best. It's the best Christmas song. Stevie Wonder, that's what Christmas means to me. Awesome song. So good. Run DMC has some good, awesome, oh, yeah, some yeah, amazing right. Christmas raps. They sure do. They're awesome. Oh, So good. Worst Christmas song, I'm going to give it to a specific genre, not a person. People who are modern artists like a Kelly Clarkson who cover those awesome songs and make them shitty. That is my <laughs> least favorite Christmas song. The, like, uh, the Sirius XM, like they're, I think it's Holly or whatever. It yeah, is. yeah, yeah like right. Temporary Christmas ones. They keep playing these awful Taylor Swift covers. Yeah, don't. And I, I like Taylor Swift enough. Don't. But, but like I like her 
pop stuff where they can like cover up how bad of a singer she is. Yeah. Um, Her original like, music is better than you think. Greg, Greg, she was in Cats, okay? I, I don't want you to besmirch her for being involved in the greatest movie of all time. That's a good point. I yeah. Are you, are you both Swifties? Are you? Yeah. Is that what it's called when you like no. her? Swifties? Are we? A, uh, I, I, yeah, I'm a I'm a bona fide Swifty over here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I hate when a modern artist covers an awesome song. Oh, for like sure. That. Yeah, like, See, that's weird. Don't. I know she has that one that, like, I think it's an original one that she's done that about a Christmas one, but I, I don't remember her doing any covers. But they got to be horrible. She like, does, it's got to like, be. She does Silent Night. But it's, it's, I mean, it's so bizarre that it's, it, you know, it's Silent Night because you know the words, which is literally just the words Silent Night over and over again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she modulates it enough that it's almost unrecognizable. It's like, why are you going to do this if you're not going to do this? Right. Man? Right. Go and do it. Come on. Yeah. My, uh, my favorite Christmas album that exists, I've not heard this, I just find it incredibly ironic, is that the band Bad Religion has a Christmas album. Whoa. Fantastic. And I love that band, but also They're like a good band. Bad Religion yeah. has a Christmas album. We should have that as our outro. Right. We we could pay them the twenty million dollars we're gonna get from whoever oh, just perfect. gave you the thing. It's perfect. Yeah. Uh Redbubble, just forward Red that bubble. Over to Bad Religion. Red That's yeah, right. Just, just send it over there. There we you own go. Epitaph Records now, right? Right. Well, like, that was that was them. Wait, uh, we own a record label now? Yeah, it's great. I like how we're the middleman there. <laughs> we're just goes the money from Redbubble <laughs> to us. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Anyway, Feeney's decorating the college. He's singing his favorite Christmas carols. None of them are any good, of course. Janitor guy, funny janitor guy who's a major player. In, Love that guy. In uh, all of Boy Meets World. There's always janitors doing funny things. He comes by. He throws all the decorations out and goes, non-denominational college. Happy holidays or whatever. The war on Christmas, it's on. It's a war on Christmas. Yeah. I feel like in 1997 or 98, whatever this right? episode came out, like, I feel like that was like a like a topical biting joke. Like, it was ridiculous yeah. that the janitor was saying that. And right. now it's oh, okay. like but ridiculous now it's real. that he wouldn't say that. Yeah. Right, right. Absolutely. Yep. That's what made me laugh because he's like, I, when I was high school principal, I never had to do any of that. I feel like high school fucking principal yeah, would definitely have to do, yeah. do that. Anyway. Yeah, but we'll they, get to it about the like religious undertones to a couple of these episodes. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They're they are coming. definitely of a perspective. Mm-hmm. There's some coming. Eric comes in. He's working as Santa at a mall or a department yep. store. He says a department store. I assume it's a mall. I'm not sure. He's making twelve dollars an hour. It's going to be Santa. Damn. I mean, like that. That got me. That was he, way more than I was making at that age. Yeah, and even Feeney was like, "Shit, I'll be Santa. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'll quit being dean of students." Yeah, he's Santa. Uh, so he's going to recruit. So he needs a he needs a Mrs. Claus. Mm-hmm. See, and an elf boy. <laughs> Don't I we all? At, I laughed at that. I need an elf boy. So uh, that's of course Jack and Rachel. There are new who, characters. Okay, I must say, who the hell is Rachel? I I have no idea who this woman is. She She's just was there. Yeah. She was a, a new roommate, I think, for Jack. Ah, and Eric, gotcha. Which they gotcha. both had a crush on, and yeah. I think they both dated her on and off. I don't know. I can uh, I can write that. We're gonna get to the episode. Where we're all gonna write our own episodes here. I feel like I want that. <laughs> so, oh, you've changed. You want it step yeah, by step. I want to step. I'll do two. I'll do two. I'll do two. And, <laughs> and a dinosaurs episode. I'll do two. Oh my god! You're gonna do the whole thing? That's right. I'll write them all. 
Greg still has perfect strangers. Right. He's got oh, perfect. Yeah. I don't know what the hell I'm going to write. I can't. I don't want to write a full house episode. No, I don't want to. Did we give. Do who got Sabrina? Somebody took Sabrina. <laughs> I feel no, like I didn't do no, Sabrina no. in yeah. my sleep. Greg I already wrote. I could write a hundred Sabrina episodes. Greg, Greg writing a Sabrina. An original Sabrina episode. <laughs> he already did that. He did yeah. it in five minutes. <laughs> and it was very close. Uh, all right. So Jack and Rachel, they're going to help. Uh, they're going to get hired to be uh, Mrs. Claus and Elf Boy to help Eric. Sean comes in with Corey. Sean's dad's missing again. I feel like that was like a... <laughs> Wait. Doesn't he have a mom? <laughs> like, what happened? She's definitely missing. I don't know. We don't know <laughs> what happened to her. Brain. They had to get her committed. That's right. She got committed for, yeah, for crackers. The trailer park uprising took her. So uh, Anyway, so his dad's not around, so he needs a place to go for Christmas. And Corey's like, just come to my house. You always do anyway. So he's like, great, thanks. Yeah. Then Angela Topanga come in, and Angela's dad is in the military, I believe, from Storylines. So she, his dad, her dad is somewhere else. So she needs a place for Christmas too. Uh, so she's going to also get invited to the Matthews house. Now, Sean and Angela in the time we haven't spent, they were an item. I can't remember oh. if they were together in, were they together in the Halloween episode? I can't remember. I don't know, so. but it was like kind of hinted that something was there. Anyway, they date, they broke up and now they're going to spend Christmas with their ex exes. <sighs> Because they had a terrible breakup. But on the other side, Corey and Topanga are now engaged. Great. So we get a very funny line from Corey yes. saying, Sean's bunking with me, Topanga, so no sex for you. That was funny. I like that. I laughed at that. Uh, I also like how they think, like, Sean wouldn't care. Like, I mean. He's, he's done he's a like, lot. It was right. like, he would be all right with it. Like, I feel We've like he, would, he has, college. like, yeah, he has, like, earplugs that are specifically designed for that. Right. Just pop him in and There's let him go. There's probably been plenty close encounters over the oh, years between God, them. Yeah. Uh, Eric is in the mall at the Santa position playing a Game Boy, but it's Mall Madness. This is very confusing. I want to spend time on this. Look like a Tiger Electronic game. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like those old like one-off games where it's like yeah. football. Right, right. But he's so he's playing it and he's going die, 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 like it's some kind of shooter. But it's Mall Madness, I believe, is what it's called. <laughs> so what is he doing in this game? Uh, a little kid comes up and he goes through the motions as Santa, and he. This little kid pinches Rachel's butt. Yeah. Not Wouldn't great. fly today. Not great. No. <laughs> not a good, not a good look. Uh, and then the boss of the department store comes up. It's Terrence from Sister Sister. Yeah. I, I read that in the notes for this episode. I was blown away. I'm like, I knew I recognized that dude. But... Terrence from Sister Sister randomly. Yeah. Is it right. supposed to be him? No, 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 no. I think he's just, just playing another character. That'd be funny if it was. Hey, it's me, <laughs> Terrence. I, yeah. uh, just got back from Hawaii. So. <laughs> Here's a rock. I now live in Philadelphia. So, yeah, he's like a busload of orphans. A busload of orphans are coming in. Just, just ship them to the mall. <laughs> There's a borders. Kids love books. They're coming to meet with Santa. And he's like, your number one job is to hurry them along. Because then we know that orphans don't buy anything. <laughs> like, wow, damn. Yeah. Harsh. So of course the three friends decide, well, we gotta give these we gotta give these kids something. Come on. And so they decide they're gonna spend their own money on mm. gifts for every one of these kids. Very nice uh gesture. 
uh, first girl Lucy comes up. She kind of sets the things in motion because she says she wants mall madness. And Eric has it. He's like, you can take mine. Here's a, here's a mall madness. And she gets so excited that it kind of inspires them to spend all their money on Christmas presents for all these kids. So they do, they spend all their money, give all, all the orphans gifts. I'm sure Terrence, the mall manager is very excited about all the money they spent. Uh, and then at the end, he has nothing left. So he just gives the Santa bag to the one girl. It's just like, have a bag. We don't have any gifts left. We ran out of money. So then they go and decide they're going to steal all the gifts from the Matthews house. So they start stealing all kinds of things, fruitcakes, yep. things kids would never want from the house because they're idiots. Feeny, the star, comes in. So he's, all he wants to do is hang up his old wise man ornament. What a sad life. <laughs> I have to, I just have to hang up this one ornament. My life will be complete. Well, too bad. Cause Jack has already hung it up on the tree. Corey and Topanga and Sean and Angela are trying to get the, the couple back together. The broken up couple, Corey and Topanga. So they go ice skating, but it's couples only. Oh, Corey is actively trying to get them back together. Topanga seems like she's like, eh, I don't know if this is a great idea. So he forces them to stand on the stairwell underneath mistletoe, mm. number two, and it works. They start making out on the mistletoe. Yeah, pretty and aggressively. They, yeah, right? so it seems like everything's <laughs> great. Seems like everything is great. And Corey reveals his secret. All, he knows all the secrets. He reveals them all, that they're not over each other. They told separate friends, like uh, Sean told Topanga, not Corey, and Angela told Corey, not Topanga, that they were both in love with each other still. So he basically just says, you're all in love with each other still. Just shut the fuck up and get back together. What, like, what's the problem? So everyone gets mad because he's betrayed all of the trusts, including Topanga. And they're all, all three of them are pissed at him. Now, <laughs> back to Eric, who has stolen things from the house, presents, everything. I thought this joke was good. A girl comes up. An orphan comes up and asks for an easy bake oven. And he goes, How about a real a real toaster oven? Which cracked me out. Like, Let's consider it. I mean, how about a real toaster oven? Yeah. It's not better than the real thing. So he's giving away their actual household items. Now, Which I thought was kids. funny. That was, that I was laughed good. At that. I laughed yep. at that. And then we get real serious because the kid Tommy comes in and he returns a fire truck and says, like, didn't believe you're the real Santa, but now that I know, I don't want a fire truck. I want parents. Oh, <laughs> ouch! And Eric is like, "What the hell do I do? I can't figure this out. Got a problem here." Uh, Sean and Angela fucking break up again because, because of course they did. Sean doesn't. His reasoning is he's in love with this girl. He can't take it, and he's afraid of his feelings. He's mm. so in love with her. Feels like it's going to resolve itself like three episodes down the line, but <laughs> they break oh, up sure. again. Not they for this episode. So Not this time. It all ends in misery. <laughs> Merry Christmas. All right. So Eric, now Santa on a park bench by himself. Covered in to- snow. Like fucking yeah. Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining. <laughs> Just covered in snow. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the bench talking to God like a crazy person, like like The Shining. Mm-hmm. He's talking to God, trying to get an answer. Like he's like God's gonna be like, just adopt him. 
<laughs> like you oh, joke. You joke. I told Nicole that uh, we were uh, after I saw this. I thought that's how this episode was going to end. Is for some reason on Christmas Eve he was going to get adoption papers. So, okay. So, um, I remember Tommy from the my original watch. He gets like a, a solid like three episode arc. Really, he does. Go and he, and Eric tries to adopt him, just not in this episode. Awesome. <laughs> so anyway, he's talking to God, and he's like. I don't do this often, but give me some answers. And and then we cut to Matthew's family opening all the gifts. And they have these really nice little laminated cards. And then they say, I donated your gift to an orphan. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to try that this year. See what happens. <laughs> Including the one that made me laugh the most was uh, Mr. Matthews. I always forget his name. He had a like a power drill, a cordless power drill. So they gave away a cordless power drill to a child. <laughs> oh, that made me laugh. Uh, and the other funny one is Feeny opens his gift, and it's yes. a breast pump. And he's like, oh, I think this is for you because Mrs. Matthews is pregnant with another kid. How yes. old is Mrs. Matthews and Mr. Matthews at this point? I feel like they're yeah. supposed to be our age. Which, yeah, really? At that awful. point? Ugh. Well, yeah, I guess. With Corey, right? who's 18? Yeah. Not, no, I mean, no, he's 19. And his older brother's 20, and they had him at 20, so I don't know, 40, 42. Yeah. It's definitely late. Right. Oh, yeah, but absolutely. It's still late. When we get to step by step, they just had a baby. Right. This is like a trope. Like, yeah. you have another baby. The late season. Oh, absolutely. You need pump to do it something. Full of babies. To yeah. Get those babies in. The breast pump joke with Feeny. Did you uh, did that land for you? I don't know. I got. It. I liked it. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. It's weird to give your wife a breast pump. Mm-hmm. Right, like weird gift. Right? Like how open is your family about? Right. This also, stuff? like here's a necessity we're going to need for this baby. It's a present now. <laughs> That's <laughs> Here a dog seems, dude. Seems yeah, like right. you're gonna here's get in some, trouble for that. Snow tires. Absolutely. Obviously, it was just let's open a funny gift for Feeny. Uh, so Eric brings Tommy in because Tommy has nowhere to go for Christmas. So he's like. Hey, I thought this guy was Santa, but he's not. But he's going to bring me here now. What the hell is happening? I guess I'll go. Like, is there no, like, guardian for this kid that's like, please yeah. let an idiot take you to his Christmas? I don't know. The orphanage was totally cool with him just yeah, being they were what, taken for the day. Him out for the yeah. night? <laughs> I did like that Mr. Matthews asked him if he had his power drill. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Very yeah. funny. That's a funny joke. So, yeah, like I said, this leads to a big arc for Eric and Tommy. Yeah. Okay. Eventually, doesn't adopt him because he's Aww. a full-on idiot. He's so an idiot. Yeah. he realizes, like, I'm an idiot. I can't care for a child. And then I think Tommy, here's a shocker, Girl Meets World, which is the thing. Girl Meets World. Oh no sequel. way! Is Tommy back? And Tommy comes oh. back in Girl oh my Meets World. God, really? Could you imagine being that actor? <laughs> Being called back, right? Like you just, I haven't like, worked in twenty five years. Got home from your like car salesman job, and your oh, poor your Tommy. That's like, it. That's all he's got, buddy. You got there's some some Hollywood producer called. Were you <laughs> yeah. on a uh, were you on a TV show when you were a kid? Uh, Michael Jake Jacobs is that his yeah. name? <laughs> a Michael Jacobs called. Uh, Every day, Tommy comes home and asks if there's any messages for me. <laughs> did I get the audition? <laughs> did I get adopted this did, year to TV did, did again? They call, did they call me back? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so they come in. Feeny reads a Christmas Carol, which is good. Good. 
He's got that voice. He can if read you have that guy like with it. that voice, yeah, I, would, I would be down for that. Read that yep. to us. Uh, and then Sean and Angela come in, and they're they're broken up, and everybody knows it, and they're sad. It's a sad yeah, ending. It is. This is up and down for me. I don't know what you guys thought. It's exactly up and down. That's why I have it like dead center in the middle. So I mean, it is it is neither warm nor the yeah. cold. It is Luke. It is just right there in the middle. I thought this was a funny episode of Middling. Television. Yep. Um, but also the sh- everyone in the show is stupid. Mm-hmm. A lot of dummies. A lot of dummies. Right, like they're all dummies. Topanga's not stupid. No, she's smart. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. she surrounds herself by idi- with idiots. Well, what yeah, does but that make her because her boyfriend is an idiot. But we all, we, if we've established TGIF boyfriends are all idiots. Yeah. So I mean, right. Par for the course. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. Up and down for me. I definitely laughed, whereas. Yeah. With Full House, I was just checking the watch the whole time. They got jokes. Boy Meets World got jokes. So sometimes sure. they don't work. <laughs> sometimes the jokes don't fall. But yeah, some of them did on this one. Okay. So I was surprised how religious this episode was also. Um, yeah. I don't really think, like, you know, Eric talking to God. I didn't realize Mr. Pini was God. reading the Christmas Carol at the end. I thought he was reading I thought it was Christmas Jesus Carol. story. You could be right. I, no, it, that's, that's later. I it was think... no, it was Christmas Carol. It was because of okay. Scrooge. Yeah, oh, Christmas, Christmas Carol. Christmas yeah, yeah, Carol. Yeah, okay. yeah right. Um, but I was, I was surprised at how religious this was. It's got to be a literary thing with him. Yeah. This happens a lot though. In this, this series is very religious though. There are other parts too where, uh, like, the dad will have to come in and, and talk about God and, and and bring the family together. So it's a common thing. I wonder if that would still happen nowadays. I feel like it not not no. so much. Nope, absolutely not. Wouldn't happen. No. They'd worry Unless about offending. It's a show about religion, you yeah. know? Like, I'm sure there's still some modern version of Seventh Heaven. Yeah, right, right, right. There is. It's, on isn't there one like form. God came back to wor- the earth on CBS or whatever it was oh, called? God, God <laughs> I can talk to something. God now on right, CBS. Yeah. Like, God uh, sent me a friend request. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah. That was it. That was is it. Is that not Great. the most boomer thing on the planet? Oh, my God. It's absolutely. CBS, though, of course. Like... You could tell somebody laughed at that joke for way too long and then greenlit that show. That was right. horrible, horrible. I feel like that was a joke on, like, another channel, and then it got past the CBS, and I'm like, right. oh, a wholesome program. We'll take that it. was like yeah. a Broad City bit. And then yeah, right. And right. Chuck Lorre was like, I'm in it. I'm in it. <laughs> I'm taking it. Get me, Chuck get Lorre. me young Sheldon. Yeah, young Sheldon. Oh, dear God. Uh, uh, isn't that what nerd culture is all about? <laughs> All right, let's move on to an actual good show, which this time, I don't know. I'm going to have to get your opinion on this one. I was a little off flat at times on this one, but Perfect Stranger, Season 2, Episode 11, The Christmas Story. It just doesn't feel like Christmas. Okay, maybe the feeling would come if we open presents. No, 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 we always open the presents on Christmas morning. Hey, look. <laughs> I'm Santa Claus, and I say we open the present now. Flat? I felt I felt a little flat at, uh, at the end. Towards that's the because end. you reached the peak of the mountain. Is that why? <laughs> yeah, you got to relax and eat a picnic. <laughs> it's good storytelling. Uh, it's a good. It's a great episode. I just, it wasn't eh. as great as uh, Turkey Day for me, but right. no. not my favorite. It's the worst one we've seen so far. It's the worst perfect. It's the worst perfect strange yeah, episode right. I've watched. I think that's right. why. Anyway, um, not to say it was bad. 
It's not. It's just the worst version of Perfect Strangers I've watched. We get the long, uh, we get the long theme here. Long? Do, do we ever? Wow! I forgot how long this was. The Odyssey, the epic Odyssey that is. Yeah. Uh, the long Perfect Strangers theme, which is not as fun as the second one. Now that I've had the full view, I know we're going to do a, a theme song episode at some point, but without the uh, visiting the going to the show and right like, and tuxedos and then the and Wrigley that, Field and all that other stuff, like yeah, I felt not as fun. Very bland watching yeah. this. Yeah, it's not as fun. All right, uh, they work at a, at a store. Explain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so the They're first the newspaper seasons, forgot all about that. Yeah, they work for I want to say a Greek guy. It's it was like the. It's the like short, a, angry dude, the one from yeah. Saved oh, okay. by the Bell season yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like Mr. Papadopoulos or something like that. Um, and it's like a thrift store, and they work there for two seasons. Do they and live then, above it? I thought. I thought they somebody made I a reference think they to someone do in the first thing. season, but okay. then I think I get a separate apartment in the second season, which is what okay. this one was in. Okay. Uh, okay. And then they get the jobs at the the. Daily Chronicle, I think. Right. right? Chicago Tribune. Because he's Chicago a photographer, Chronicle. right? Larry's a photographer. Go. Oh, is he? I think so. I'm pretty sure. He's a writer in Turkey Day, though. He's writing yeah, a story a about writer. the turkeys. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I think that's like the thing, right? Like, you know, Larry he, was also just getting to Chicago from his hometown yes. in Wisconsin or whatever. Right. 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 So I feel like both him and Balky just took like a shitty menial job. To until they can meet right yeah. to make it you know before they can make it he was also supposed to be like it's weird to look back and see that but he was supposed to be in his like early 20s right mid early mid 20s like this was his first like right excursion out of the home and this was like his first big job in the big city and it's weird looking back on it because like i mean it didn't look it didn't look like he's in his 20s it looked like yeah. i look like when i was in my 20s so weird but yeah he doesn't look young neither I guess Palky does a little bit. A little bit. So they're in the they're in the store. They're in the thrift store singing some carols. They're caroling. They also have a, they have a shitty boss at the thrift store. They have a shitty boss at the newspaper. They have a lot of shitty bosses. Yeah. Right. The boss's wife is there. Is she main character, or is she just in this one? I I don't think she's like a big deal. Yeah. Okay. So they're caroling. They're having a Christmas party, and uh, they're singing and. They get to Balky's part, which is five golden rings, but he says five onion rings, which is hilarious. And then there's two crazy kids running around, and the kids are named Donnie and Marie. Very that got funny. Me. That got me. Very yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The boss, who sucks, has a black eye. Unexplained black eye. <laughs> Apparently given to him by the wife. She punched assumed, him in the face. I assumed oh, it was a funny. sex thing. I don't know. It's just me. <laughs> Could have been a sex thing. Yeah. Check the Gateway 98. See if <laughs> Is that a thing? Is Your that a thing? Aunt Becky, go to the next. <laughs> Open another tab. Yeah. Uh, they're getting Christmas bonuses, which they're both surprised by. Like, oh, what? Christmas yeah. bonuses? And Larry's like, oh, awesome. And the wife is giving them to them. They're like, really? You're giving us Christmas bonuses? He's not that type of a boss. And she's like, he is now. Like, he's a piece of shit. Very good joke. Balky going, yeah. ooh, Christmas bonus. I could always use another envelope. I like that. There's I, money in it. There's money in the guy. I, I don't know what it is about this show because, like, all these jokes on paper, don't they don't seem to work. But these characters are so likable that they mm-hmm. turn these terrible jokes into something funny. 
yeah. I think that's a solid joke. I think yeah. ooh another ooh a new envelope for me. He does <laughs> like, it so well. Like the innocence of Balky is very funny to right. me. He you sells know? it. Yeah, he does. He, he really does a great job. It's interesting because when we get to him on step by step, we'll have to uh do a comparison yeah. of uh I forget his name, the actor, but how I he sells he, that versus guys, how he sells this. Have you guys ever seen Beverly Hills Cop three? Because he's in that too. He's actually in the first one as well. Very funny. Very funny. He plays this like gun dealer. <laughs> but, wow. Like, but he's a fashion, like, he's like a fashionista gun dealer. So everything's got to be pretty <laughs> when he when he sells it. But it's all like this heavy machinery. Very funny. They're supposed to go to Larry's mom's house for Christmas. And outside, it's a, snow, a full-on snowstorm. So like to be completely unfocused on the fact that you have to travel and there's a snowstorm going on is so foreign to me as a Chicago concept or an, or a New York concept. Like right. nobody does anything in this state. If it's going to rain or it's going to snow, like yeah. nothing, everything is going to like on hold. Like we're not, we got to figure out what's going on. When is this, you know, that's the way I live anyway. So they're just like packing to go on this trip. Like whatever, we're just going to go. <laughs> yeah, right. Larry goes, you, do you know what year it is, Balky? And he's like, I don't know, 1986? And he's like, no, it's the year that I get to be the Christmas boy. Okay. The Christmas boy. The Christmas boy. Why don't you elaborate a little bit further and tell us what a Christmas boy does? Apparently, all they do is get the presents for everybody else from under the tree. And this Which is a is- very, very important fact. It only happens once every, what, nine years? for larry because there's yeah, eight right. other kids i get it though because that was important but like when i was growing up like to hand out the presents that was kind of a big deal you know yeah. maybe maybe for nine kids i get did, it did your family call it the christmas boy well i did but i mean <laughs> everything uh, i did i was special so you know i didn't realize larry had so many siblings yeah kind of fun a lot of siblings. Fun. i think it's like a wisconsin thing right yeah just churn there's them out Nothing to do except for uh, have sex and have children. Yeah. Uh, and, root, and root for the Packers. Packers! <laughs> woo! Balky is like, yeah, great. Uh, you're going to be Christmas boy. Awesome. Uh, I am not going to see my family ever again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. not on Christmas. I'm very upset about this. Definitely got real, but also like really yeah. made Larry realize he was being a dick. Yeah. Like- <laughs> and he's like, what I'm going to miss most <laughs> is decorating the Christmas turtle bernie they have a debate about the the better christmas decoration the tree or the turtle <laughs> which is better well the tree can't run away Palky. girl style the girls are here yes. already the uh what are the names again i forget uh marianne and and the jennifer jennifer, jennifer and marianne so jennifer and marianne come in and they're saying goodbye they're going on a ski trip how is this not canceled? Right. In the middle of a snowstorm, too. Aren't they flight they attendants? A cross-country like, ski trip. Shouldn't they have and let they... him know at that point, you know, what's going to happen soon? They are flight attendants, right. Yeah, right. I forgot about that. <laughs> I don't know if they're flight attendants. I might have made that up. <laughs> uh, no, that I feel like they're time. flight attendants. I, I feel like they're fact. Yes, they are flight attendants. <laughs> In my mind, there will always be flight attendants. Anyway. So they're like, okay, we're going to leave. We're saying goodbye. Do they already have a relationship or is this just like a creep thing that happens here? 
got the impression they lived in the building and just kind of knew each other because like, you know, he kind of has to coerce her into kissing him with the mistletoe. This wasn't like a, Hey, I'm leaving. Give me a kiss. Goodbye. All right. We'll see when we get back. It was like, Oh, Hey, check it out. You got to like make out with me now. Yeah. So this is mistletoe number three reference. Number three, yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. So he, Comedy used, gold. he uses the mistletoe to peck Jennifer and make out furiously with Marianne, mm. which mm-hmm. she seems to enjoy to be fair. Mm-hmm. Then Balky does the same thing. He pecks Marianne and makes out with Jennifer. And was Balky's was Jennifer stupid the whole time? She's real dumb here. Yeah, she's real dumb. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's always she's real dumb. Ditzy. I don't mm-hmm. know if dumb is the correct word, okay. but just like ditzy. Okay. But the key to that joke is that she like feverishly makes out with Balky. Yeah, she grabs Not hold of him. Right, she grabs right. hold of him the way Larry yeah. grabbed hold. Of oh, him. she does it to him. Okay, Jennifer. Yeah. Yes, yes. It was a little a role reverse reversal sex situation. Anyway, what's weird is I only right. recognize you that say act. role reversal. I say reverse sex because reverse. that makes more sense to me. <laughs> that seems like a uh, a different kind of thing. A reverse sex. Google that on the Gateway ninety eight. Yeah, right. Hold on. The joke will never stop. Oh well, three searches in an hour. I ain't gonna do yeah. that. I'm on burn you here. I can't do what I found. Do you know what the memory is on this thing? Let me go on a chat board real quick. ASL. Uh, you know, it's weird, though. The only thing I recognize Jennifer from is a Christmas movie. Like, it's the only thing, everything I've ever seen that actress in was Scrooge. She's, she's like, at the oh. office party. Yeah. And, and, uh, weird, but, I, like, the minute I saw her on Perfect Strangers, wow. watch this, I'm like, there we go. That's exactly who that is. So. No way. Great movie, by the way. I love Scrooge. It is a great movie. Awesome movie. We'll get into movies in a minute. And then a great line. Maybe the line of the whole show we're doing here. Mistletoe. What yeah. a gimmick. <laughs> From Balky. Once what again, gimmick. delivered so well. He's so funny. You know, he just, all of his, his lines are great. It's hard to reread them back mm-hmm. and give them justice to what, mm-hmm. how funny they are. Because the, the performance makes the joke, like you said, Greg. And uh, it does here. All right. So the Madison, Wisconsin plane canceled, of course. Can't fly in a snowstorm. You live in Chicago, the capital of snow, other than Buffalo, I guess, or Syracuse. So Larry calls home and he's like, I got I to gotta make sure I'm still Christmas boy. <laughs> Hold Christmas until I get there. I need to be Christmas boy because if I'm not, I have to wait another nine years to be Christmas boy. Yeah, all the way in 1995. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Yeah. Um, then they're coming up with Larry's a planner. So they're coming up with plan B and C and D try to get on a bus. No go. They try to rent a snowplow, which is a funny bit. <laughs> yeah. I like that too. <laughs> what do you mean? It says rent a snowplow. Yeah. To municipalities, not yeah. human beings. <laughs> what good are you? I pay taxes. <laughs> Yeah, it was, he was mad because it said serving the public, and he yeah. was the public. I thought yeah, that was a good joke. I am the public. So they finally decide they're going to drive in the snow. Horrible uh, idea. Terrible. Yeah. They get the car stuck. Balky's pushing. They don't get very far, and they end up stuck. Now, I'm going to take a small pause here and go into driving in the snow stories, because I'm, I'm sure we all have them. I have one. Um, yeah. We live in a snow-ridden area of New York. And often you get stuck in a snowstorm when you don't want to. So have you had one of those experiences? Which makes me, like, never want to drive. If there's any snow, I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah. not going to do it. Cancel everything. Do you have a snow uh, snow driving story? I'll give you mine. So I went, to, I, went to, I went to college in the Syracuse area. 
which mm-hmm. is a horrible snowy area. Went to a concert in I think it must have been January. February. Was it the Goo Goo Dolls? Because I'm trying to think of any Western New York band. No, it was a band called Brand, uh, Brand New, a uh, okay. punk, punk rock band. Okay. Playing in Binghamton College, which was about, about from my college, it was probably two hours, maybe an hour and a half. I can't remember. Drive there, fine. Drive back after the concert, complete and utter whiteout. Wow. Can't, can barely make it. I'm driving a 1997 purple <laughs> Honda Accord. <laughs> this is my car. Purple Honda Accord. My mom's car that she gave to me. I'm getting off the exit to get to my college, like the, the highway to get to the Syracuse highway to get to the, my college with multiple people. The whole car's packed. Everybody going to the concert. I go to make the turn and <laughs> Honda Accord, not a good car in snow, just floats across four lanes. Oh my God. <laughs> barely Holy hanging shit. on. It's twisting and turning. I get to the very last second where I'm like close to a ravine and it stops <laughs> right oh there by the ravine. Oh my God. And Dude, I like, really lucked out having I so almost many killed everyone car. here. And then yeah, I that slowly, you. yeah, maybe I slowly pushed and like forced my way back onto the highway and continued on back. To the I can't believe you continued after that. I would have needed like an hour just to compose myself. There was nowhere to go. Yeah. It's like, it's an all highway. And then there's like, you got to go like two more exits and then you're there, but there was nowhere to stop. There was like no gas station. It was just highway to highway. Yeah. We almost slid right off the highway into a ravine. Holy so that was shit. my, uh, that's why I never drive in the snow that's anymore. Crazy. I don't know if you guys have one or not, but. I don't know if I have a specific story, but just, just again, being just in sucks. this in this area, yeah. my first car was a '92 Honda Accord, which Mark is familiar with. Oh it yeah, <laughs> talk about a piece of shit. I mean, that car literally <laughs> didn't have a back half to it. <laughs> he ain't lying. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, the thing is, like the seals on the windows were not very good, so I would I would get legit frost like have to scrape it off with an ice on the inside on the inside but Mm. here's the catch my car would produce heat but there was no fan to (laughs) propel the heat wow so i had to the only way to get the heat into my car was to drive the car so i had the air moving right so i have i was perpetually in this state where i had to drive fast enough to get the air into my car to <laughs> defrost the windows, but not wow. too fast as to take my 1992 half of a Honda Accord <laughs> and keep it on the highway. <laughs> Pretty I'm sure if you ever got it over 80, it would time travel. Just because it's not designed <laughs> for that shit. It would find the other half. <laughs> it would reemerge at the back end. Uh, I'm yeah, assuming the air conditioning worked the same way. Oh, for sure. I have a one of my best friends. Me and two of my best friends took a trip to Virginia Beach once, and it was hot. It was probably like 120 degrees by the time we got to Virginia Beach, and the air conditioning just didn't reach the back seat. <laughs> oh. So my friend Kate was just like. She just kept passing out in the back. <laughs> it was so hot. Oh, and eventually, no. 
Eventually, we got her one of those like little like electric electric fans. (laughs) So like every ten minutes, we just hear like, like, (laughs) "You still with us?" (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No. Uh, How could you do that to Kate? uh, Poor (laughs) Kate. Poor Kate. If anybody on this planet suffered the most from that car, (laughs) yes. Oh Oh my god. I got that so, so I got accurate. that car. I it was again it was my first car. I bought it. It was intact when I bought it. The <laughs> night I bought it, it was parked on my street and a drunk driver hit it. <laughs> oh no. And and it, and took the back oh. half of it. So like oh. I had no I had no trunk. Yeah. And and you know, I was I was 16 and the insurance company was like, "Well, this is totaled. If you want, we'll just give you the 4k you spent on it and if you want to buy it back from us for like 300 bucks you can so i was like free car hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) wow you did the most irresponsible 16 year old thing (laughs) you could do just take lots of money right so my dad and i we literally hooked a chain up to his truck and just and just pulled the bumper out of it enough (laughs) and like duct taped a rear view light like a like a like a brake light onto it and called it a day and i drove that probably until i was 22 i'll say a while yeah (laughs) there was one time where (laughs) there was oil in my headlights (laughs) i was about to bring that one up that was my favorite story about that car (laughs) (laughs) how does that even happen right how does it happen (laughs) Oh, it was. I love that story. To each other, they're not close. Right, yeah. just pooled right there. <laughs> How did that even happen? Oh, I had God. forgotten to put the oil cap back yeah. on, and then I just started driving. Did you put a rag down there or something? I put a paper towel <laughs> while you were driving in the light. No, in the no, oil. In the oil thing. <laughs> Oh, you, no. I feel like we discovered that at like a drive-in or something. Was like, that a drive-in? Yeah. yeah, right. I remember that. We just like oh. popped your hood. We're like, oh, what the fuck young. is this, Greg? <laughs> so somehow this car is <laughs> back to perfect stranger. Yep. Somehow Larry's car is parked in front of a tree lot, perfectly. And Balky, the smarty that he is, he's like, let's just get our own Christmas tree and just let's just have our own Christmas party, whatever. And Larry's like, no, this sucks. I hate it. So they go, and there's only one tree, and it's in the dumpster. <laughs> and they knock on this guy's door, who lives at the tree lot. This is weird. Yeah, with his mother-in-law. Right. Yeah. He lives in a windowless trailer. In a tree a lot. tree lot. I feel like the 80s in, were just so much shittier than we remember it. I yeah. guess. In downtown well, Chicago, they have right. this motorhome. Anyway, this guy's like, you can take the tree in the garbage for free if you want. That's the only tree I got left. So Balky's like, yeah, I'm going to take that. And Larry's like, I am so depressed I have to go for a walk. So he just leaves his <laughs> car stuck in the snow just there, just leaves it. I'm just going to walk the, the eight miles back home through yeah. Chicago in how a snowstorm. Far, how yeah. far away did he get? Anyway, and then Larry, he he walks around. So he's coming back home. And he comes back into the house and... I don't know what they got on this fake snow, but it's, it's got properties. It looks like it's steaming. I don't know what's going on with this. He walks in, and the whole house, the whole apartment is decorated. Kind of notice, like, oh, it wasn't decorated before, but now it is. And he goes to put his coat in the coat closet, and Balky Claws comes popping out. 
with a full Santa suit, including a very big gut, which was my favorite part of the suit. Uh, and he says, on Comet, on Cupid, on Reagan and Nixon. <laughs> I'm Balky Claus. I got the tree set up. The lights don't work. But don't worry. I ordered you dinner. It's a Jewish dinner. <laughs> I like that. Give like a nice dinner. I mean, right. I also like that they didn't really go out of the way to say it was a Jewish dinner. It was just right. this was the only place that was open, and it was right. all like matzo ball soup and like yeah. a brisket. I thought that was really that was funny. That was good. It was a good joke, but I also thought like, oh, that sounds actually kind of mm. tasty. I, I wouldn't say no to that. I'll have brisket right now. That sounds great. Uh, yeah. None of this is working. Larry's still a grumpy Gus. He can't be Christmas boy. Valky's like, you know what? You're, I'm done. I'm done trying to cheer you up. I did all this stuff. He starts taking off the Santa suit. He reveals the the uh, <laughs> the gut is a couch cushion that he shoved into the pants. He basically turns the tables on Larry. It's like, I couldn't be with my family. What the fuck? You told me not yeah. to worry about it. Not to worry about it. You're going to go be Christmas boy and all this stuff. But now you can't be with your family and you, you can't even enjoy the fact that we're together. And he's like, all right, well, I, you're right, but. It's not the same. He's like, we're doing presents now. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what we're doing. He's like, how can you decide that? I don't want to do that. He's like, because I'm saying <laughs> So I get to say. So it gives, they give they exchange their presents, which I enjoyed, which was uh, Balky gets a boombox stereo with a Wayne Newton cassette. And when you say boombox, this Big is one. 80s boombox. Oh, like, awesome. if I just said like whoever's listening just draw an 80s boombox that's yeah. it you got it that's exactly what he gets he calls it something else though he calls it a home yeah. entertainment center anyway wayne newton i don't know wayne newton and uh balky were so entwined but larry gets a blanket knitted by balky every night he's lived in america he worked on this blanket to give it to larry and larry he's overcome with emotion he cries and he finally feels the christmas spirit and the lights on the tree turn back on, and everything's all right. And then kids are caroling outside, and they open the window and listen, and that's the end of the episode. So everything is good. Has anyone ever caroled for no. you? No, not no. unless I'm at, yeah, like unless I'm at like a Christmas function. No, no. I've never had carolers no. up and down my street. My no. parents have gone caroling. I know yeah. that much, but usually with their church. But. I can't imagine what I would even do if someone knocked on my door and it started singing jingle bells out me. of nowhere. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, what in do you do? Wood. Do you call ahead? I mean, you can't call. What? You know, I the concept like... is that you just randomly stand outside of people's homes and proclaim your love of Jesus. Right. But I don't you know. I, I, that, that has to be absent now. Like, that just simply doesn't happen. That's a 80s. I've never seen it. I've yeah. never seen it. What if I showed up at your door singing Last Christmas by myself, just me? I don't even have a partner. You could get the other guy from Wham. What's That's his true. Name? Andrew, he's not, Andrew he's not, Ridgely, is that who it not, is? He's not busy. Yeah, I can get him for a ham sandwich. Just be like, hey, man, right. I got a joke. <laughs> See, I got a Honda Civic 1992 yeah. <laughs> with the back. It is Andrew Ridgely. That's the other guy from Wham. You might have to if fly you all the way to New York. you want to win your contest next week. <laughs> I don't know about this one. I thought it was a hot start, kind of a petered out finish for me. I don't know what you guys think. Definitely not the best we've seen, you know, with any with perfect strangers. Uh, it, it was a one act show. You're right. You're definitely right on that. I did not like it at the end. I thought it was kind of stupid. And like, I, I like I, I understand they're going for that, like, that sentimental feeling. That's fine. But is, like, is that I the problem? Know. Is that not this show? 
Like it shouldn't be sent that sentimental. We've we've talked about how this show is at its best when it's physical comedy. Obviously, yeah. this wasn't it wasn't supposed to be, which is fine. And I, by the way, I thought the guy, the actor who played Larry, did a great job. Like he was very emotional and he got that across really well. Absolutely. It just didn't, it, I didn't. I don't know. It didn't fit. Uh, to me, it just didn't fit the episode. It just it didn't it didn't fit the series for me. Yeah, a it didn't bit. land. Yeah. I don't know. I think Balky being like genuinely nice like almost nice to a fault is at the core of this show yeah um, absolutely and i think him showing larry so like obviously how much he cares for him and what like really matters mm-hmm. i think it's i think it's i think it's in tune with the show like the morals of the show um and it worked for me but like mm-hmm. i you know that's the kind of thing that would work for me in real life Mm-hmm. you know like if somebody and it's a nice moment it. it's a nice and moment for sure the fact that he says that he spent he spent an hour a night on it like every night larry goes to bed and then he continues to make this quilt like even if the quilt sucks which larry makes which very obvious that it sucks oh does, does he <laughs> well okay so he doesn't he's like oh it's beautiful but then he tells a story about how he made a shitty thing for a his mom holder. right right and how and you know the mom knew it was shit but he, she loved it anyway i mean if you're going to say i made a shitty thing and yeah. this is like that time mm. i think i think the connotations are obvious it didn't wonder, look as bad as i no, i thought it was cute yeah you know? right as um, he, yeah if that's the case but yeah i don't know that I wonder did if work that's... for me. I do think it's in the spirit of the show. And as a whole, I thought the show worked for me. You're right. It's not the best episode. But also... It's a high bar, though. I feel I, like right. that's part of his problem here. It's it's one of those things, you know, like, there's bad episodes of The Office. And, mm. like, minus... Oh, is there ever? Minus, like, a few of them, though. Like, I'll still watch them and still enjoy them. But... Basically, everything after Michael leaves is a yeah, bad right. episode well, of The Office. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. You're, that's how you're I right. feel, anyway. I, and I it's almost un- forget un- that, that Unneeded. Yeah, there's like three seasons after he leaves. Yeah. It's better than The Simpsons, which basically anything past season 11 is just See, a nightmare. I need to, like, somebody, maybe you can do it for me right now. The Simpsons are all on Disney+. Plus. Every episode of The Simpsons is on Disney+. Plus. I've seen Simpsons. I'm not the, I haven't seen every single episode, but I need, like, a guide. Like, should yeah. I watch season one, through, like, all the way? Or should I watch you, a specific you kinda- range? Yeah, you kind of have to watch season one just for the nostalgia value because the animation yeah. is shitty. It almost got canceled because of how bad the animation was. Right. Uh, I'm a big terrible. Simpsons fan. Yeah, it's real bad. And then it gets it. Season two has like some good, some classic episodes that are really funny. And then season three through like season nine are all gold. Every single one is hysterical. Right. So that's where I need to go. And then that's it just it, and then ten and eleven it starts you know half good half bad and then it just crashes like real bad and then it runs for 30 something years <laughs> and then it runs forever because it's it, going right if you didn't watch it all the way through it's very difficult to uh try to catch back up all that stuff somebody said and i i, I think there might be a modicum of truth to this that rupert murdoch won't kick it off the air because when that that channel was struggling that was what got the people the viewers there so he has like a weird loyalty to it hmm. so it's like it's like he still has to keep it on just because like that's what saved the company it's interesting and, yeah and it's sense, so though. not rupert murdoch too right right yeah because he's like a horrible troll <laughs> all right so let's move to step by step mm-hmm. my favorite show on tjf mm-hmm. even if it's bad i still love it Step by step, season five, episode eleven: the fight before Christmas. Oh, <laughs> uh, get it? No. <laughs> now, 
to show you the best Christmas tree on the lot. I got to admit, I was actually thinking of saving this tree for myself, but hey, it's Christmas. And I think, you know, a tree like this should be with a nice, warm, loving family like yourselves. Can we get this one, Mommy? Oh, you bet we can. Oh, beautiful. I can't believe it's still here. <laughs> There's a reason for that, you know. <laughs> Wait, what, what are you talking about? Did you ever read that Stephen King book, The Tree? You know, the one where an evil tree sucks the life out of every human being that comes near it? Well, this is the guy. Cody, not in this episode enough. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not in this episode enough. Is outside. This is very similar to the uh, Halloween episode. He's outside <laughs> yeah. decorating his van for a van decoration contest. <laughs> For vans over 700,000 miles. Mm. That was a good joke. <laughs> so I like. Instead of using the house power, because he's afraid he's going to blow up the house, he uses the street's transformer. So instead, he electrocutes himself when he plugs his van in. And then he comes out and says, with his all messed up hair and burned clothes, Christmas makes me feel all warm inside, you guys. <laughs> And that's about all he does in this yeah, whole right. episode. That's yeah. Was this in, like, the middle of the troubles with we're, him? Like, <laughs> We're reaching that point. Yeah. We're reaching uh, the end of Cody. Also, he, 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 had, he had this whole presentation to Mark and then the one who lives in the basement. You know, the, yeah. the, the forgotten son. <laughs> the Brendan, the forgotten Brendan. son, who's yeah. much older and not cute at all. No. Which is why he obviously gets locked away and <laughs> disappears. Eat your fish heads and be happy. <laughs> Brendan will never not be funny to me. JT, cool guy, working at a tree lot himself. Second yep. time we've seen a tree lot. Working with a weird old guy, George, I think is his name. Weird old guy. That's Gomez Adams, baby. <laughs> sure. sure. Oh, that's, man, you're right. Yeah, that's right. It's John Aston. He's there. He's uh, They're working together. That made me think, what is your tree situation? You fake? You real? You keeping them real? You keeping them fake? Always fake. Always fake. Just like my tits. Always fake. <laughs> uh, you know, I've never had a real tree. When, when I was growing up, too, we really? had like, yeah, we had a dog that would like eat. Like I think my parents tried one year, and mm. he would just eat it and like lick the water and stuff like that. So they just, we always had like a fake tree um, we took down from the attic every year. I don't know. Like, yeah. When I got my own family, it was basically the same. So, you know. Yeah. I um. So, personally, I would choose a fake tree. Uh, we currently mm. have a real tree, and we will forever, probably. Uh, I would I would venture to say I prefer a real tree. I like the I like going out and getting it. Like I like that ritual. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. picking it out of the lot and cutting it down and all that stuff. Um, the big problem though is that I'm a blue spruce guy. Uh. And that's mm. like a million Freddy Kruegers jumping out at you <laughs> at all times. Mm-hmm. Last year was In stab. terrible. Yeah. I mean, it like you wouldn't even be thinking about it. And it literally felt like it was hiding behind the couch to like jump out and get you. It's like, <laughs> I didn't even know the branches were that long. <laughs> I'm in the kitchen. And the thing's like peeking around the corner, tap me on the shoulder. How does, how does Cash handle the uh, tree? Does, does he care? He doesn't give a shit. No, okay, that's good. We wow. have like a, we have like a. Cash is my dog. I don't know if we've actually brought it up on the, uh, on the. <laughs> we know, yet. we know. Yeah. I don't think the you audience know. knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cash is my dog, and he's cute and amazing, and I love him. Um, we have like a, like a, you know, a tree skirt around it, and I think he just thinks it's a blanket. Gotcha. But, but he doesn't realize that there is like 
tendrils trying to grab him at all times. Mm. So he desperately wants to sleep on that blanket. <laughs> but, so he'll just go, he'll just charge head first, trying to get to the blanket, and then it'll attack him, and he won't understand what's happening. And then he gets upset, and then we have to console him. It's like, why would you put such a wonderful blanket in a place I can't get? Now there's presents there, though. And he'll go up and He's blocked. Presents. He's blocked now. Yeah. yeah. I, as a kid, was fake tree all the way. Mm-hmm. Get it out of the attic, fake tree. Put it together. I used to like putting those pipe cleaners in those yep. color-coordinated locks, you know? Me too. Love yep. it. Uh, give me the orange. Uh, but mm-hmm. I got married, and my wife is super into cutting down a real tree. Cool. Not just getting a tree, cutting it down. So um, I also have a dog. So one year... We cut it. We still get a real tree every year, but one year we decided we're going to go up to a farm. We're going to get the whole tree cutting experience. And we brought our dog and they have like trolleys and all this like pomp and circumstance and, you know, music and Santa's and all before we had kids. So we bring the dog up there. He gets to ride on the, on the trolley and all the shit. He loves it. But I stupidly forgot to wear a fucking jacket. <laughs> Oh, no. I wore a sweatshirt. And it's a farm. It's a field of freezing cold wind. So we get off at the tro- the co- trolley's fucking cold. We get off. We get to the first stop. And everything is picked over. Oh. Except for I'm like, fuck this cold. I'm freezing my <laughs> dick off right now. I'm cutting the first tree down that I can get. <laughs> so I get in there, cut the first tree down that I could find, put it on the thing, the trolley comes back, it gets us, it brings us right back to the thing. Cause I'm like, I'm freezing. Let's just get any tree. What I didn't realize was this tree was 90 fucking dollars. Oh man. And also bear on the back, completely <laughs> oh, bare no. in my frozen dysmorphia or whatever. <laughs> like I had no idea that the entire back of the tree was blank, just no oh. branches. So we get this thing back. This sad, sad thing. It looked a lot like the uh, Larry and Balky tree. <laughs> Missing many branches. It's fun anyway. to cut a tree down. It's like not carrying it back sucks. Makes me feel strong. <laughs> I don't feel strong much in my life. Like I have to do it through verbal abuse of my subordinates <laughs> to actually go out and dominate nature for an afternoon. <laughs> And then Treat. just throw some shackles at us at a young girl on a farm. <laughs> Be like, I money. have commanded nature. Here is your payment. Do you tie it on or do you have a young boy tie it on for you? <laughs> no, we're, we put it in the back of the SUV. Oh, okay. We are, okay. Still, we are still suburbanites. The, the, uh, the illusion ends when we get to the car. Yeah. He hasn't employed a six orphan team to carry it back to his house yet. But... Tommy, come here. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to get a father this way. Get this thing on there. <laughs> the place we go will normally, like, they, there's, like, separate there's separate parts where each different tree is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll, like, bring, like, a, um, like, a, our, like an ATV out, and they'll pick mm. it up and bring it back for you. Not this year, though. And, of course, that blue spruce just digging into me the whole time. I, I literally yeah. – I'm not You're even kidding. I, I walked probably in an, a full mile mm. holding it, like, so that it was still upright. Out that way? <laughs> so you can't get scratched? Right. I was, like, holding it above my head like this. Not easy. And nope. you're getting that sap on you? You get uh, that sap all over you when you're carrying it. that thing back? I like the idea of you carrying it like Link, just, like, right over your head. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah. But our tree is gorgeous, so yeah. it was worth it. it all I love out. Christmas, and I love decorating trees. 
Oh yeah, the whole yeah. I have a bunch of like I really liked trains when I was growing up. So every year my parents got me a train ornament, but they nice, were all like really nice. nice. So like my almost my entire tree is just like really expensive, nice train ornaments. That's cool. <laughs> so this this step by step tree lot we got George, and the boss comes in and he says, "I need you to go out there and sell." Like everyone's there to buy a tree. Like how hard is it to sell a tree? But whatever. He's giving like the uh, what is that Glen Gary Glen Ross speech here? Yeah, right. <laughs> Coffee's for winners. Uh, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. coffee's for closers. It's like. You're right. This is such a low pressure sale. Like you go there knowing you're leaving with a tree. Like you shouldn't have to sell anything. There's no way you're going to leave without a tree. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like who wants to do that? Like I'm yeah. going to negotiate. If I don't get my price, I'm going to go right. down to the other. Like, who the does other, that? The other lot, like eight miles down the road. Or the something. only thing I've ever seen that in is a Christmas story. The movie where the yeah, guy right. negotiates the tree and uh tries to talk about the fake tree like oh fake trees are better right you should knock some money off the price anyway this guy says prey on people's emotions damn (laughs) like oh my god yeah uh old guy george he's a full hippie Mm -hmm. he's not into the capitalism of it all you can tell something there's gonna be a problem here there's gonna be a problem with george we move to al one of my favorite characters on the show she is my since I've re we I've been rewatching these. Yeah, we she, went from Kid Al to this Al. Yeah, skyrocketed to be my favorite character. Yeah, yeah. she is uh, being set up with by her parents, which is never good. Never yeah. works out well, but it, it kind of works out well for her. Yeah, uh, Matt Crawford. I didn't look this guy's name up, but he is the family friend, Matt Crawford. He's coming in. He is heartthrob guy on all shows yes yeah he is yeah i have seen him plenty of times in everything this guy i forget his name he's in camp nowhere that's where i remember okay yep he's Mm -hmm. the cool kid in camp nowhere and many other shows uh so hot heartthrob guy she she's like i'm not into this when the parents are setting up like wow are you not into this guy what the hell's going on and he's the same way like i'm not into al i'm just not into her like you are some stupid Stupid people, <laughs> some stupid kids. So she she I like walks how the, out. I like how the 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 boy the 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 kid. I like yeah. how his dad is Tackleberry, by the way, from Police Academy. <laughs> that's like the first <laughs> oh, thing I noticed. Yeah, yeah. Tackleberry. Yeah, oh my God. that's right. That's right. That's amazing. Yeah. Anyway, so Al walks. She storms out. She's like, "I'm not getting set up by my parents." Have you guys ever been set up by your parents? I oh, hope not. Absolutely. What a not. horrible thing to do to your child. Awful. Well, like, there was like this like four or five year span where Greg and I dated because our parents set us shuts off, but we we grew out of it. We we're fine. Right. It was... I didn't want to disappoint him. Right, and like he was Mark treated me well. Right, is this before Thanks, or after baby. you guys lived together? <laughs> I'm trying to keep the uh, timeline together yeah. here. Somehow Mark and I have never we never lived together, right? No, we you never s- have. No, you we never don't. did. You said no. on one show you did. You said you lived together. You lived. Oh, you, you 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 crashed in my apartment for a couple weeks oh that's right yeah yeah yeah, we did i did kind of live with him for like two months oh so you didn't live around much at the time right right i was literally just using his apartment you were like drinking yoohoo and vodka i called that together hell yeah man in fruit snacks you ate my fruit snacks for (laughs) oh my god you're right no i think all you i I thought you were joking and now i'm remembered that that is actually what i did yep You know, sometimes you sit around and eat fruit snacks and drink. Yeah, that right. was a really, that was actually a really rough time in my life. <laughs> it sounds like it. I'm not gonna lie. It sounds like, like I, it. I was, I was stealing jelly from a diner just so I had like 
food. <laughs> oh my! I was happy to have you. <laughs> it was my wow. fault. I yep. like I knew I was going to be homeless for two months, and I didn't prepare for it like literally at all. And then the time came, and I was like, "Uh oh, <laughs> I'm in trouble." You watched my cat. That was fine. It was a good trade off. <laughs> so. Okay, so Al, Al is not into Matt, who is very hot, and mm. Matt is not into Al, and she's very hot. So what the hell is going on here? Al storms out, and Karen is like, "If she's not going to do it, I'll do it." <laughs> Look at this guy. This is like this this uh, the the sister the other sister the fashion Karen. sister yeah Karen. the the older one yeah this is like what the third sentence she's ever uttered since we watched the show like it's I have no recollection of this character yeah. whatsoever I think I said that on the last one too I feel like the two older sisters served the same purpose right and they realized that too late yeah right I, I know one of them is supposed to be like makeup I... and one of them is supposed to be smart yeah but they just sort of served the same purpose in all of these scenes they both like make fun of jt and they both right. like are just like fed up with their parents antics and you know. i think part of the problem is al was a child when this thing started and was a tom the character was a tomboy so right not necessary to have her be involved with the sisters unless to be like you know older sister gonna set you straight kind of thing but then al became different an actual regular character and then they didn't need Karen anymore. Yeah. But they didn't Brendan her. They didn't put her in mothballs. <laughs> so Al, she was, she's not into it. Carol, Carol Foster, Lambert, whatever. Her great idea to get these kids together is to get them to go to the Nutcracker together. What the fuck are you doing? Kids love ballet. It's not going to work. That's not going to work. All right, George, weird old guy, meets a kid at the tree lot. Uh -oh. The kid wants to buy a tree he can't afford, because of course. And George wants to make sure he gets it. So he's like, well, I can't give it to you. And the kid's like, well, I don't want you to give me charity. Let me earn it. And he's like, okay, well, I'll give you a job. How can he give jobs out? I don't know. And what is the job? Don't know. And does he earn any money? Don't think so. Anyway, so the kid gets a job. The tree's 60 bucks. I just paid 80 bucks for one third of the size <laughs> of this fucking thing. This is like a mansion tree. How's it even yeah. fit in this kid's house? Whatever. Anyway, crossing over back over to the date. They're on the date. Matt and Al. They're in line for the Nutcracker. They both realize, like, this sucks. We don't like each other. Why don't you do something? And I'm going to do something. Let's get the hell out of here. We don't want to see the Nutcracker. Who does? So Matt is like, well, what are you going to do? And she's like, well, I'm going to go ice skating. And he's like, well, I like hockey. And she's like, well, I love hockey. And they bond over hockey. And then it's all good after that. Now they're in love mm -hmm. because he gives her a scarf. <laughs> That's right. I wish it was that easy back then. <laughs> That's right. Uh, he's from California. They had they had lived in, um, where did they live? Wisconsin? Yeah, it was Wisconsin, yeah. They live in Wisconsin. He had lived there. He moved to California. That makes me think of Mighty Ducks, too. Because of hockey, California. I wonder if he played on the Mighty Ducks Olympic team. That was a question. Was why wasn't the Mighty Why Ducks? was this character not in the Mighty Ducks? This yeah. guy, this like actor, he had to be. He was. He had to have been. He's Duck. not. Yeah. He's there's was no he way. In rookie of the year. No, but he's in everything else. Was he an angel in the outfield? He played Danny Glover. <laughs> be my dad, Danny Glover. No, winning <laughs> more important. Danny Glover played by Hot Hearth. <laughs> he was also in uh, I am too young for this shit 
Oh, shit. Anyway, they bond over hockey and scarves, so it's all going to be good. <laughs> They're going to get together, obviously. Yeah. Uh, George, the tree guy, funny moment where he's just trying to stop everybody from buying a tree by giving them crazy, ridiculous, like paranormal explanations as to why you shouldn't buy a tree, which is kind of funny. I like that. Uh, JT almost sells the tree. All right, pause right there. JT is a hell of a salesman. Like, did you hear that pitch? A lot of confidence, like was talking about it, like intelligently. I would buy a tree from him. I'm glad you said that because JT is a natural born salesman throughout the show. Yes. Great salesman. Many, many an episode arc happened with JT selling stuff, including he becomes a car salesman and he's pretty good at it. Telling you, man. Whole episode about him being a good car salesman. To scare these people off, he comes up with a, George comes up with a scheme that says, Stephen King just wrote a book about this tree. It takes people's souls to scare away a bunch of kids and their mom. And JT's like, okay, why are you scaring people off? I'm trying to make money here. I'm a great salesman. Everyone knows it. I got the great pitches. I'm just trying to go on, earn enough money to go on a ski trip. What the fuck's your problem? And George details that he was an ice cream truck driver for 42 years. And now he does this for a living. He works for a month a year. And he's like, oh, so you didn't make any money off being an ice cream truck driver, right? Because he gave all the ice cream away, turns out. So now we cut back to the date. Frank is in the backyard with the guy from Police Academy. (laughs) Yep. Frank's car is there running. With the windows all fogged up. And Frank is like, why is my car here running with the... Why is it running? I thought they took the car to the date. What's going on? And they wipe away the steam to find a steamy situation. We get Al and this Matt making out in the car. Frank loses his mind. Seeing his daughter making out with a guy. Rips him out of the car. Get out of here. And then Frank's like, what the hell were you doing? And Matt's like... Don't worry, bro. We're just sucking face or something like that. And Frank is like, sucking face? And he does not like that. I'm with Frank on that one. I hate that term. (laughs) Bad term. Yeah. Right. Like, even if Frank is in the wrong here, that was the worst possible way to present that argument. Yeah, right. Bad. Yeah. So Frank calls Matt a pervert. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. And then uh, a police academy guy flips out, like, don't call my son a pervert. You set this date up, you son of a bitch. And then everyone fights, and they leave, and Frank kicks them out, or they leave. I'm not sure, both. And Al's like, you're a piece of shit. I'm leaving, too. I'm going with them. And, uh, it, it, uh, yeah, Frank is crestfall. He screwed it all up. And then... One thing I noticed, is it just snowing over Frank? I didn't know. <laughs> Did you notice this? It looks like this, there's snow falling. It looks like it's just falling over Frank, not anything else. I like it. That's very funny. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't notice, I could, but that's funny. I could be wrong, but it looked like that. Back to the tree farm. Man, I did not need this tree farm. Boss comes in. He's going to sell the big tree, and George starts a bidding war to try to get the tree for the kid, and they're up over 100 bucks. And JT comes walking and he's like, I already sold the tree. Stop, stop, stop. I already, I'm a great salesman. As you know, I sold this tree hours ago for a hundred bucks. And don't worry, boss. There's a way better one over there that this guy will want. Don't worry. Go get that one. And so they leave. And then it turns out JT uses ski trip money to buy the tree for little Jimmy. 
which is not a joke. That's his name, Little Jimmy. So all all is well that ends well there for Little Jimmy and George. Uh, <laughs> we get Frank carving a turkey for Christmas dinner that no one's going to attend. Yeah. Like mutilating this thing. He's going to town on this turkey. He is really <laughs> tearing it apart. He is going crazy on this thing with a knife. It's kind of dangerous. Yeah. Carol comes in and is like, what happened? And he tells the story and she's like, you're an idiot. Just go down there and tell him you're an idiot and to come back. That's it. Okay, fine. But I feel like that's actually fairly realistic. Like, my wife has told me that plenty of times and I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm an idiot. You're right. <laughs> You know how earlier you said all the boyfriends and husbands are dumb? Yeah. It turns out they are. Yeah, turns right. out they are in real life. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so Frank has to go down and invite these people back. This is weird. This scene is fucking weird. Yeah. So he goes to a motel with a diner in it. And the diner is gross. Like, <laughs> flies everywhere. And the, the waitress even was like, this is gross. I wouldn't even hear if I were you. <laughs> I have been to diners though, where I've kind of got that vibe from the waitstaff. Yeah, specifically, I went there on on Christmas one year. I don't know what it was. My parents got in their heads that we weren't going to do Christmas dinner at home and we weren't going to travel, so we decided to go to the Spa City Diner. Wow, in uh, downtown Glens Falls, which Mm. is famous for being also the bus stop, (laughs) (laughs) and also not there anymore. It's been torn down. Also, the bus stop's still there. Okay. The, the diner is gone. Boy, was that the worst. <laughs> Just the worst. I think That's my parents Christmas were like, right no, there. we'll go get a fancy dinner. They didn't anticipate that, like, fancy no... dinner places aren't open on Christmas. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Their options exist. are Chinese food or the Spocity Diner, which <laughs> is only open because it's also the bus spot. Bus spot. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. Let's just put it this way. This diner, a spa, a city diner, they're no ground round, all right? No, no, no definitely no. no. Nope, they are not a no romantic ground seat round. in the house. There's not a romantic seat in the house. Call back <laughs> to Thanksgiving episode, I think. So it goes down there. He's like, guys, I'm an idiot. First of all, don't say sucking face, you fucking piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, you dummy. Right. <laughs> but also, I'm an idiot. Come back. You can, you can come back and stay with us. It's fine. So they come back, and we get Carol's. Singing around the piano. Dana's playing the piano. Dana has nothing to do in this episode. No. I don't think she utters a single word. But the, I wasn't offended by that because there are very Dana-centric episodes where it's like, really, she's the whole person, the whole character in the episode. So I'm fine with that. Like, she could take right. one off. That's all right. <laughs> she certainly is a spotlight player. Yeah, yeah, show. yeah. Right. She is That's fine. all over the show. Anyway, so they play Carol. They sing some carols and... uh it ends with Alan Matz sucking face on the stairs. Yep. So they're going back some more. Uh, and then it actually ends with Cody's back at the end. Yeah. Another great Cody moment, giving the night before Christmas Cody edition to baby Lily. That's right. We have another weird baby because it's almost the end of this show. So add a baby. Yep. So he's uh, giving his code man poetry to baby Lily. And it's actually pretty good. And I like the end. Merry Christmas, my dudes. To all good night. What do we think about this one? I liked it. I, 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 I liked I thought, it too. Yeah, this one was good. Yeah. I thought it was. There's enough going on. Like the stories, the the A story and the B story were fun. Mm-hmm. I think both of them were good. It, the jokes were funny. Uh, the characters are well developed. I, yeah. I I like this. 
I enjoyed this. Step by step feels different than most it does, doesn't it? Like, You're right. Perfect Strangers feels different. Step by step feels yes, different. Whereas, it does. Like, Family Matters, Full House, Sabrina, like Boy Meets World, they all feel like one thing. Step by Step mm. and Perfect Strangers feels like a completely different thing. I sometimes wonder: um, is that because you have like two established TV stars in it? Do you think that matters maybe. or no? I think Patrick Duffy is hysterical. Oh, he's great! In great. This episode, yeah, he's great. Like he's great cutting, all around. Him yeah. cutting that turkey and just being himself in general. Right. There's something um, about like his, I don't know if it's anxiety. I don't know how I would put it, where he's like, when the character gets like flustered. Yeah. yeah Patrick yeah. Duffy character. Right. When he starts getting into that right. like crazy, like I'm going to run around the screen, like run around the set. And like, that's great. I love yeah. that. That Halloween episode he did where he had to, he was talking to Mark and Mark talked about how hot he yeah. thought the police, the cop, the cop was. Yeah. He was yes. like, we, we got to have a fishing trip, man. Like you just, just, just <laughs> exasperation. <laughs> like, Maybe that's part of it. This, yeah. this step-by-step feels so much more adult. Like, yeah, right. Carol oh, and it Frank is. are yeah. fucking. Yeah. Oh, they are fucking. Like oh, all the God. time. Like they're not doing it, but they're also like. <laughs> I, I, I legitimately I feel like it. at any yeah. moment they could just like. Go it at boils it. over and they have to excuse themselves. They break out I, the gore, the Gorn costume right, and go right. <laughs> the Gorn, the Borg. Yeah, the, oh, you think God. he doesn't have a custom Santa outfit? You're, you're out of your mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they both have Santa Santa oh, outfits. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Santa v Santa coming coming. Oh tonight. man, nothing delights me more than the sex on Step by yeah. Step. My but, God, but it feels like a more mature show. Now, it 100 percent does. Not, yeah. I still wouldn't say it's like an adult show. Like it's still no, feels no, no. geared still for younger, but at the same time, like I don't think it takes its audience for granted. Like Full House does. Yeah. Like Full House is literally a show for people for idiots, for people <laughs> who like to see things that make them happy. It's like I like babies, and therefore I like this dumb show. <laughs> so you know, I mean, you have to see it, right? Like I feel like Full House is literally pandering to stupid people. I think Full House is for 30, like you said last time, 35-year-old moms and their three-year-old kids. Yeah. And they can watch the so. show together, and it's the yep. one thing they can watch together, and that's what it's for. Right. I think that's yeah. what it was for. I guess and I think right. a lot of those three-year-old kids grew up and watched it a lot and have like, oh, I love this show because I watched it as a kid. Like not me, better. I think Transformers is the shit. It's not. If you it's watch not, it, that's it's just terrible. It sucks, but terrible. I love it. I love yeah. it. Let's move on to the best show on TGIF. We'll see if it's the best show this week or this month or whatever it is. The top five of Christmas episodes. We'll see. Family Matters, season five, episode 11. Christmas is where the heart is. Say, Santa, what are you doing here on this train? Whatever happened to your sleigh and eight tiny reindeer? I sold them to buy this. <laughs> Family Matters Christmas episodes. This could have been the entire show. <laughs> we could have run I'm a not season. kidding. I think yeah. they did one every year. As they should. Yeah. Not all of the other ones did. 
Yeah. Surprisingly, there's only Very a couple from Full House. I think there's two or three. Hmm. Not all seven seasons did they do one. Um, we're going to spend a lot of time talking about decorations on this one. So Holy let's, shit. <laughs> let's get into it. What is going on at this, at this house? The decoration budget of, of the Winslows is sky high. Like, I mean, it is in not just the tree. The tree is gorgeous. The tree is absolutely beautiful, well-decorated. Like of course. The, the background, the banisters, everything's got garland on it. Like, the, the, the table has all sorts of, you know, doodads and stuff. It's amazing. The pillows. The pillows <laughs> on the couch have been changed out to Christmas pillows. Uh Am I wrong about this, or did the stair carpet get changed out yeah. for a Christmas carpet? How do you even do that? Those things are stapled in. You got to pry that shit off. Yeah. Let's remember, this is on a cop salary, and at least when she was on Perfect Strangers, yeah. an elevator operator. Yeah, what was her job? <laughs> I'm not quite sure what it was. It was elevator operator. I just looked well, it up, yeah, actually, yeah, a minute right. ago. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she works in in Family Matters. I think she's she's staying at home. I think I think right. She does or does something. she work? She does she work? I, I kind of remember her yeah. coming back restaurant with Rachel. Oh yeah, that's um, right. oh right. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I feel like she did. She worked at like Macy's or something. It's like a, just like a, like a jewelry clerk or something. Maybe just the know, simple fact that, that you would change the runner, the yeah. carpet on your stairs to a Christmas themed carpet is insane to me. But yeah. everything, even the clothes Harriet wears are Christmas. Oh, God. It's insane how much Christmas decorations are going on in this thing. Uh, this picture doesn't even do it justice behind me. This is no. from another episode. It's insane. Richie, the kid, the cute kid in this show, is wrapping up gifts and conning everybody in the family to tell them where the presents are hidden. And he's charging them two bucks a pop, which is not enough money. No, 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 no. He's not making he, enough off this. He's smart to charge, but come on, man. Know your audience. I mean, you Two can you can bucks. jack that price up. Yeah, you I have mean, the information. You're the only one who does. You need to call JT and get some business advice <laughs> on how to. <laughs> what, year, what year was this? 92? Uh, sure. No, season five, so 95. All right, we're going to break out the inflation calculator here. Nice. When did, when did Family Matters start? 90? Sounds right. Oh, yeah, not enough. That's only $4 today, man. Oh, my God. Not enough. Not enough. Carl comes in. He's worked a hard day as a cop on the beat. He's grumpy. He says Christmas sucks, which how can you live in a house like this and think Christmas sucks? Yeah. He says, well, you know what? It sucks because I got scammed by a dude. He came into the the precinct saying all of his Christmas presents were stolen, and he lost his job, and he can't replace them. And yada, yada, yada. So I put together a, like a pass the hat from all the officers. We collect enough money to get this guy his presents back, which is a very nice thing to do. But it turns out this guy was scamming him. He used the money to buy hookers. <laughs> 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 which is the funniest thing in the world. That was such a curveball to hear that on Family oh, Matters. Sure. Hookers yeah. on a TGIF show come up. Yeah. If I was going to scam a bunch of cops, I would definitely spend it on something illegal, though. Oh, gotcha. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. well, there's uh, better options than hookers. But also, how did he know he spent it on hookers? Did he trail them? Like, he must have I mean, caught him. Yeah. Caught him with a hookie. You've got him. That's right. 
hookers comes up in tjf that's amazing that is a that's never going to be topped right no i don't no. i don't know what could top that for very uh, excellent scene family matters just crushing it here with this scene steve urkel wrapping presents oh yeah <laughs> doing the ribbons just just stringing those ribbons out with the scissors wrapping these things meticulously carl comes in <laughs> miserable fuck <laughs> gonna wrap a very nice music box for mm-hmm. harriet but just rips the paper. This is a hilarious scene. He just makes a mess of it and just squishes the paper at the top, puts some tape on it, calls it a day. Yeah. I like, lo- <laughs> like tears the paper with his hand, rolls it up, and then just tapes it, and then he's done with it. Which I'll, I'll admit, my wrapping isn't great, but it's better than that. So. Oh, this is such a good scene. Such a good scene. He uh, So Carl's like, all done and steve has been spending hours like putting all these miraculous looking wrappings together and steve's like that you're gonna do that for your wife he's like let me wrap the gift for you just let me do it and he's like okay great and then carl is like looking at all the other gifts and he picks up one he goes wow this is so heavy and the box opens and a 20 pound dumbbell falls out and squishes the the music box and crushes it and it's fantastic perfectly that whole scene like was amazing because that wasn't that was just like literally lifting the package having to have the weight drop off and smash the 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 music box and it does it smashes the thing to pieces so it's so well done i was i thought it's a perfect scene yeah absolutely really well done family matters to a t i did put in here how good are you wrapping gifts mark you already said you're not great not not great. I mean, I, I've definitely gotten better over the years. If it's like small, like if it's like a DVD or a book or something like that, no problem. I can wrap it really nice. But any large or weird shaped thing, I just I buy bags. I'm yeah, pretty bags good. Bags are good. You're I'm good, pretty Greg? good. Yeah, I would put more effort into it if I had more time. But I can get mm-hmm. like I can do a basic basic wrap real nice. Yeah, I'm pretty much uh, terrible. I put the effort in. That's the difference. Right. I'm putting the effort in. It's just not good. I'm not an arts. I'm not an artsy, craftsy kind of guy. Now that this gift is destroyed, now that Carl dropped, I like that Carl dropped. Carl destroyed something. Yeah, too. right. That was great. Yeah, that was like, a real Steve, subversion. Right. When that scene started, I literally said to my girlfriend, "I'm like, oh, Steve's gonna smash out that yeah. music box. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. Right. That wasn't what happened. The show knew." Yeah, it knew what I thought was going to happen, and perfect. I like how I like how Carl was in like a trance afterwards. Like he just know he done fucked up, and you there's know. no getting out of it. Right, like, right. Uh, we gotta go shopping now. <laughs> I have to go. It's Christmas. Yeah. tomorrow or tonight yeah. or what? I don't. Again, confusing. So now they need to go get a replacement gift, but they live in Chicago, so they don't have to drive in a snowstorm, which I thought was. I guess it's not the same because they were going to drive to Madison, Wisconsin and Perfect Strangers. But there is a train system. You can go on that and go get some gifts. They get get to the mall. Mm -hmm. Steve decides he's going to help Carl, which is nice because it's all Carl's fault. They go to the mall. They get the gift. They go back on the train. And then all hell breaks loose because Steve is so wrapped up in the Christmas spirit. He's gotten them kicked off of eight different train cars for being a pain in the ass <laughs> and no one wants them around so they're going on to their ninth train car they get on and this very funny old lady who i think is in like old school or m- some other movies yeah says 
before he can like start his Christmas spiel, she's like, drop dead for eyes. It's <laughs> just hilarious. Very well uh, said. Very act- well, well acted. And then Carl starts to laugh. Yeah. And she's like, what's so funny, Fatso? <laughs> Again, hilarious. And there's a fight. There's a fist fight going on. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah, in the when background. They, I like that. They leave a car and there's a, this. It's like Amsterdam in, this, in the wire in this fucking train car <laughs> system. My God. Uh, so the fight. There's a drunk Santa. Everybody, everything's a mess. Everyone hates each other, as they do on trains, you know? Uh, you- they captured the train slash subway experience very accurately. I've been on Chicago trains, and that up. is pretty accurate. Yeah, all right. Never talk. Get Eyes away forward, from everyone. Right. Eyes forward. Don't talk. My friend has her phone stolen about once a year on a Chicago train. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Same same one as the oh, yeah. fan in the yeah, back right. seat, actually. I knew exactly oh. what you said the city. I knew who you're talking about. But. Like, people will literally, like, when they approach a stop, they'll just, like, if you're on your phone, like, texting or whatever, they'll just run up, grab it out of your hands. And what? Yeah. Are you serious? Holy yeah. shit. Happens That's to her all the time. Happens to everyone all the time. Oh, my God. Yeah. Chicago trains are actually pretty scary. New York trains now are pretty, pretty They're nice. Fine. Yeah, absolutely. Chicago I'm... ones, exactly as portrayed. Wow. It's funny because my I went to Chicago one time. I had a delightful time. No one stole my phone. I no one messed Chicago. with me. I had a train, great, though. great, great time. I it's went great. on the train multiple times. Wow, really? We were I, I was many times, I, many times over in the bag. Maybe I was coming from a different angle. Yeah, I don't know. Because if Greg saw you, he would have stolen your phone. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I would have punched you in the face too. Just for fun. <laughs> Oh. oh my god so Belky Car- says hi Belky <laughs> would never do this <laughs> this is more of a Larry thing yeah. <laughs> uh, Carl is so grumpy still so and I don't blame him he fucking destroyed his one present yeah he's been I- robbed and the money was given to hookers his wife was not understanding about this mm-mm he had to go buy another Christmas present right on this horrible fucking post-apocalyptic train to get himself a new present. And then he lists all the other reasons why he's grumpy. Long lines, rude salespeople, and the one kid who upchucked in my bag. I've and... said it in the first episode, but as I've gotten older, I can 100% relate to Carl more than any other character on any TGIF episode or show ever. I just, I, I'm so understanding of his situation. Steve is like, who sees the good in everything, says, you didn't find it funny that the kid barfed in your bag at all. <laughs> that was pretty funny, <laughs> which I laughed at. Uh, and then things get worse because the power on the train shuts off. Everything stops. They're now stuck. The train conductor comes on. He's like, don't worry, everybody. The train will be repaired in a matter of hours, <laughs> which is not at all what you want to hear. No. And so Steve decides he's going to become a youth pastor here and uh, get everybody up and clapping and singing about Jesus. <laughs> Steve's going around. He's going like person to person, trying to get them to like enjoy the Christmas spirit. He gets to an old, uh, a nice lady, not an old lady, a nice lady and says, well, you know, Jesus was born and you're pregnant. And she's like, I am not pregnant. Oh my God. That's like a nightmare situation. What a horror. This is like curb. It reminds me of curb. This is something Larry David would do. 
So she's not pregnant. It's going very badly. So he decides what's going to cheer everyone up is shitty Christmas carols. So let's sing, <laughs> let's sing the 12 days of Christmas, but everyone gets a part. So like weird old lady, you have a part. Drunk Santa, you have a part. Carl Winslow has a part. Sleeping guy has a part. And then he comes, he gets on the front of the train and pulls out a pitch pipe, which Carl's like, you carry a pitch pipe with you? And he's like, of course, why wouldn't you? Didn't they do that joke with a harmonica in the yes. first? Okay, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I it worked then and it, it worked now. I'm going to say it worked great. No problem. And then a guy throws his shoe at Steve while he's trying to sing and it almost <laughs> hits Carl or does hit Carl. It hits, it hits Carl. It hits Carl. Yep. Like, because of its the... funny once. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? And uh, that reminded me weirdly of the time George W. Bush got hit with a yes, shoe. That's <laughs> Remember right. that? Yep. That guy's on Twitter and he's yeah. great. He's hysterical. He? Oh yeah. my God. He's so funny. Yeah. Every year what? he commemorates that time he threw his What shoe country was that? What country was he in? He was, a, oh. he was an Iraqi, I think. Oh, was he? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty okay. sure. That makes sense, right? Like he was like a journalist or something. And, you know, he yeah. threw a fucking shoe at he George shoe, w. Bush. Which is apparently like a big insult, you know, in, in the yeah. Middle East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilarious. What a hilarious moment in our time. <laughs> was that before Austin Powers Who Throws a Shoe? Or was that after? I can't remember. Oh, way after. Yeah. It was after, after, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Throwing a shoe was always funny. Back at home, back at the Winslow house, they're all freaked out because Carl and Steve left. They never came back. <laughs> <laughs> the hell? They never said goodbye. They just yeah, right. fucking peaced out. Uh, Mother Winslow's reading the Bible. She's just straight up reading out the Bible to people. And nothing could be more boring than a Bible reading. Boy, I mean, I'm not even trying to put religion down. I'm just saying straight up reading out of the Bible is rough sometimes. Uh, Back to the train. Steve's singing. He's singing for everybody. So he's like, you know, the 12, 9, whatever. Down the line. Gets to the five gold rings part. Second time we've had a funny five gold rings in this whole episode. He gets to that and the weird dude who's asleep and also I assume drunk wakes up and sings the five gold rings. Carl finally, somebody goes over and says like, tell this kid to shut the fuck up. Tell your son. They think he's his son, which I thought was also good. Tell him to shut up. And Carl's like, Steve, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Well, it's funny because at that moment I thought it was like, oh, nobody's ever going to tell Carl. Like, you can't tell Carl to yell at Steve. Carl will do that out of his own volition, right? Right. No, he was just like, Steve, shut the fuck up. (laughs) We're going to get stabbed. Yeah, right. Then a guy comes up and then, this is crazy. He, we get hookers and then we get sodomy. He yeah. threatens to stuff a Christmas tree up the ass of Steve Urkel and make him the make him the star. Very graphic. Oh yeah. my god! Shit happens on Chicago trains, man. You get your phone stolen. You get a tree shoved up your butt. You never mm-hmm. know what's gonna happen. So Steve finally he never takes any of this advice. He's just like Christmas to the max. And then he goes around and finally finds a way to connect with everybody in the train. Like, let's go through the heart. Let's not go through all these, like, carols and stuff. He goes to the old lady, you know, you have grandkids, right? Those gifts are for your grandkids. Don't you want that? And she softens a bit. Uh, Then he goes over to the lady he said was pregnant. And he's like, well, you just got engaged, right? I got that right about you. And she's like, oh, well, yeah, he did. And he, like, softens her up. Then he eventually softens everybody up and 
everybody's kind of happy again and they decide let's decorate this side of me tree with all of our stuff let's <laughs> <laughs> all gather around the chicago sodomy tree let's decorate this thing and decorate it with garbage <laughs> yeah our garbage my, that is my favorite christmas tradition a coffee cup and a scarf and whatever else look like a butterfinger bar like a wrapper i mean <laughs> And then they sing. They start singing carols finally. Carl sings. And then the power comes back on because the power of Christmas can turn the power back on. Mm-hmm. Twice in this episode. Yeah, right. They get back home. Everybody's excited. They have a group hug. Steve doesn't feel like he's a part of the group hug for some reason. And they're like, come on in, you old son of a bitch. So he comes in. They give him a hug. Lights come back on at the house. And then they just immediately start opening presents. It was Christmas Eve, though, right? Yeah. Maybe that's their tradition. That's fine. That's Could fine. Be. You know Could what? Uh, maybe Carl has to work on Christmas right. Day normally. Exactly. So mm. he's a cop. Like, cops don't get the day off. Right. You know what happened on Christmas Day, right? That knock on Tommy Plaza thing. Oh, oh you're right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was the like, the next day. Right. right. You think it was the next day, or you think that was a horrible memory, and that's why they have to open on Christmas Eve? Oh, that's right. It's true. Relive his worst day. Is that what happened? He got transferred to. That's what I always believe. When yeah. I watch Die Hard, is that he was. That's the. That's Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow. And he got transferred to Chicago after yeah. all. After he shot a kid. After all, he shot a kid. Yeah. And then he had to make a new life for himself and met Harriet, and then everything was great after that. That was little Timmy or Johnny or whoever the hell who was in the other episode. Bring them oh, all together. Jimmy? Yep, right. Oh, yeah. poor little Jimmy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he just had a big Christmas tree. Shot right. him. My God. Uh, that was Family Matters. They opened yeah. presents. It's all good. Yeah. I, um, all right. I have two. Let's see. I have three things to say. Okay. Uh, first, little background. So Harriet was head of security at the Chicago Tribune. Gotcha. For the first five seasons. Oh, then she leaves, does a bunch of things, and then becomes like a, a kind of like a department store something, okay, like, a, like sales, like but like high end, like vice president, like a manager. Oh, okay, 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 yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Harriet was a cop or went to cop school, and then got pregnant with Eddie. Mm-hmm. She dropped out of cop school. Oh, Carl okay. kept going, so that's why she was head of security because she had a cop background. That's interesting. Because yep. Carl is in Family Matters. Yes, for one, not one Family of, Matters. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Strangers, sorry. Yeah. They Carl's live in the same Strangers. building as Balky and Larry for an episode. Ten things I hate about you, kid. I know I'm going back a little bit. Uh, he was in an episode of Full House, an episode of Step by Step, an episode of Boy Meets World, and an episode of Sabrina. He got the TGIF EGOT. He went right across the bingo card. He was... Right. <laughs> Crossed them all off. Yeah. And then, yeah, going back to it, this is another episode, very specifically Family Matters, this is another episode with, like, scripture reading yeah full right. on full on scripture reading right which is like bizarre to me you know you see it now you do not see that a lot yeah no and i don't want to get too not. into it but when you talk about like the war on christmas and like the you know position of privilege and stuff <laughs> the war on christmas always makes me laugh when people <laughs> oh, I'm taking so it down. no one is stopping celebrating christmas calm down right it's like the religious overtones and the just casual sexual assault in all these episodes yeah <laughs> grabbing ass and they, right, they like were totally fine with that yep. yeah out and yeah like, i mean even the mistletoe like it's, it's funny i guess but like also it's usually something a, a cute couple does not 
I, I free look at I yeah. tricked you. I April yeah, fooled you right. into an assault. You have no choice but to make out with me now because right. of this plant. Because uh, of the rules of mistletoe. mistletoe. The right. contract of social contract of mistletoe. It's in the fucking constitution. Yeah. Uh, read your Bible. It's, it's in the there. 11th Here, the 11th let me read amendment. it. Yeah, it is weird. It's not weird to like talk to God in a show. I've seen that a bunch. But it's really weird to like read actual Bible passages. Yeah, like, yeah I agree. That's not but whatever. In a lot of their shows. own, you know. I don't mind representation. It's just peculiar in a show that ha- doesn't really have those overtones, right? To just, sure, like, yeah. To just come out and do it. Like once again, we talked. We joked about Seven Heaven at the beginning. Ha- they would do that like, all the time yeah, there, which is fun. Yeah, you're right. signing okay. up for that. You're signing right. up for that. But in this one, where like you know, there's a, a dummy that comes to life and Stefan or <laughs> right. Kel, you wouldn't really think a lot of Bible quotes would be dropped. It's like. <laughs> Kramer busting in, <laughs> railing you with some. Have you heard about Phoenicians? <laughs> yeah, right. Twelve, Jeremy. Every time these letters to the Corinthians. <laughs> Have you heard about Pluto? <laughs> the Son of God. He's the Son of God, Jerry. He's coming back. That actually would be kind of funny. Yeah. I'll be hysterical. Um, I don't know. Does anyone do that? Does anyone just sit around and read the Bible on Christmas? I mean, Eve? my parents are. I guess maybe. Religious, and I, you know, yeah, I went, mine were I went too. To we went Christian all the time, you know, stuff. Yeah, I don't remember ever we didn't sitting do that. down and reading the Bible with my family. Like mm-hmm. we went to every now and then we would go to church on Christmas Eve. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. We went to but, like I we did it all the time. Just, like like friendly bible readings we didn't yeah my dad didn't sit down and be like let's look at yeah let's yeah. look at this kids like that did not happen anyway, that was, was family a good match. episode i thought it was, it was great. i liked this it i liked it a episode. lot steve yeah. is very funny in this episode mm-hmm. i like this version of him too where it's like i'm a little bit more matured i'm still kind of like, stupid right but... annoying and clumsy but not yeah. an idiot Right, like right. I can recognize always, the limits. Yeah. Always well-meaning, kind of like, kind of yes. like you know, bulky as well. Like yes. always with a with right a positive idea, but not executed correctly. Now, if I had seen a, this Steve Urkel character on a train or a bus or a plane doing this shit, I would absolutely lose it. I might oh throw god, a shit. I would lose I might my mind. Oh my god! I totally get those people being like, "Get out of here!" Yeah, yeah. but. All right, that's it. It's time to rank the top five Christmas episodes for now of okay. TGIF. Oh, yeah, There'll right. be more next year, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. There's many more. But what you got so far, what's your number five? Let's start oh, with full you, house. Yeah, oh, Full, full oh, House. Yeah, Full House. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm just I'm, so eager. We to are going to 100% Honestly, agree. That, that was by far the worst out of all of these. It was just horrible. Nothing okay. happened. Nothing happened. Then like, like it. Aladdin got a slightly angry, and then it was over, and that was it. <laughs> they set up that whole plot line. Oh. They didn't even pay off, right? Or, you know, do they anything. Didn't, like... didn't even film it. Yeah. I will tell you something quickly that threw me for a loop, though. Uncle mm. Jesse makes a comment about Elvis without his sideburns, right? And then yes. he's like, "Oh yeah, sixty-one to sixty-five was was a uh, yeah was a rough time for little Uncle Jesse," and I thought he was making a joke. Like, and then I realized that, no, he actually is that old. Yeah, right, right, like, right. Uncle Jesse would have been alive in 61. Right. And that, like, rocked me. Isn't he, like, 22, though, in in the show at the beginning? I guess. but that Yeah, he's very young. Does that right? fit yeah. the timeline? We're going to have to, we're gonna have to no. draw this one on the whiteboard. The <laughs> show starts in 1989, right? Or was it 87? I thought it was earlier than that. Yeah, I thought it was 87. Yeah. 
thought it was 89. So if well, he's no, tw- 87. 87. So if he's 21 in the first episode, or 22. Mean he was born in 1968. So he missed Elvis. He was oh, not alive. Whoa. Lies coming from Uncle Jesse. Or he was making a joke, but the timeline's too close. Right. Either Could- way, Jesse's old as fuck now. <laughs> like he's but got he a, looks he's the got a same. One. He has like a fucking one-year-old. That's the- mm-hmm. <laughs> he has a very young baby. And That's right. he's, he's in that commercial where he knits a scarf. I don't know what it's for, but he knits a scarf now. Right. Sign of a good commercial when you can't remember what it's about. <laughs> yeah. They really hooked me there. Uh, yeah, right. Good marketing. Anyway, full house. We sweep it. Five. Yeah. We sweep yeah, it. Terrible. What do you got terrible. for four? Uh, oh, Boy Meets World, I guess. I'm going Boy Meets World. I'm going to go with Boy Meets World. Wow. Yeah. Not, a, not a bad episode. Just no. not great. Right. Not for what that was. Well, like, I, I said it was like very average, and that's that's kind of right. where I put it, right? Ups yeah. and downs. Yeah. yeah. Some good jokes, but not enough. Right. All right. Boy Meets World 4. We agree on two. This hasn't happened yet. It's going okay. to it's going to tr- it's going to change now, I bet. OK, number three. What Mark, you got? Go ahead. I'm going to say Perfect Strangers. Not my not my personal favorite in this one. Like I said, like that first act, second act I could do without. So I'm going to say number three, Perfect Strangers. I 100% agree with you, Mark. I have number oh three, God. Perfect Strangers. You guys are Christmas idiots. Um, <laughs> wait, we can't be Christmas boy, Greg? Yeah, Is that right. what you're saying? Shit. Damn no, it. I'm sorry. I am not getting you a blanket this year. Um, I've been knitting this thing for <laughs> however long this show's been going right, on. Right, tear it up. Night, tear it up in front of him. Let him see it. I mean, we all know I'm Larry. I think in the spirit of Christmas, you still have to give me the blanket, right? <laughs> Teach me a lesson. Uh, number three, I would say, is step by step. Other than Frank and Gomez, I thought mm. it was a subpar episode. But I thought Frank was really funny, and I thought JT's friend was really funny. Yeah. I think you could interchange these. Yeah. Uh, I went with step-by-step at two. I also would say step-by-step at two. All right, so I guess my number two is probably Family Matters then. Good episode. (laughs) Again, (laughs) Look, I I probably think I'm doing a bit here. It's not a bit. I I just love this show so much. I want the show to go for as long as I can keep it in the air. Yeah, right. I also want you to never pick anything. But someday we'll do a bunch of shows where we don't have Perfect Strangers, and you're still going to pick at number one. Yeah. Like, yeah. actually, I was thinking about that Perfect like, Strangers uh, episode from last week. You know what? Nothing <laughs> beats the other Perfect Strangers episode we did. Here's the uh, thing, though. If we had a Dinosaurs episode, I would probably always have them at number one. So we're in a weird situation here. I legitimately don't think it's bias. I I actually do think that Perfect Strangers episode is the best episode we watched this week. Wow! But I'm it's fine. You guys didn't love the Christmas turtle, even though that's hysterical. I like that joke. I yeah. like that joke, but I think it. Yeah, I thought Family Matters was just a better crafted episode. I think I was more interested in what they were doing. Maybe because it was a little bit more like more recent. I guess you know wasn't in '86 or '87. Did I miss it? Was there a B plot in that Family Matters episode, or was it just Steve on the train? I think it was just Steve, yeah, right? Just Steve on the train, and then they yeah, were worried that, that they died. You know, that was about know. it. No, it didn't keep it didn't keep the whole family in there. But there know. wasn't any there wasn't any B plot to Perfect Strangers. I mean, there was, there, like, and there rarely is because it's Perfect Strangers with the two yeah, guys, right? Right, right. 
All right, fine. I thought Family Matters had the best scene out of all of them. The the wrapping of the gifts was actually yeah, really actually well laughed, done. Laughed at that. That's a good scene. I also like sure. we didn't talk about it, but like when he got one shoe thrown at him, like a couple seconds later, somebody threw the other shoe at him, which I thought was funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, those, those jokes all landed for me. And like Greg, there's nothing wrong with Perfect Strangers. Like I said, I had it at number two, but Family Matters to me was the better episode this week or month or show (laughs) whatever it is that was fun that was a lot of fun uh oh i was gonna ask one more uh personal christmas question christmas movie got a christmas movie you like national lampoon's christmas vacation that is my absolute favorite christmas movie of all time i will watch that every single year usually when my wife and i will wrap presents we'll do most of the wrapping and i'll just make jokes and we'll have that (laughs) on the background while we're doing it it's like a kind of a little tradition that we have going on so I, i love that movie so I have a weird answer for this because I actually, I have two answers here. Mm. Uh, I think Home Alone is probably the best overall Christmas movie, like mm-hmm. f- for me personally. Uh, however, I think the first two thirds of Elf is nearly perfect. Yeah, it is good. But yep. the the third act of Elf is such shit that it it like r- almost ruins it. When he kills himself, tries to kill himself, you mean? Yeah, like he tries, he tries to, to commit suicide. Yeah, and like, and Santa <laughs> he almost jumps off a bridge. The yeah. happiest guy in the world almost jumps off a bridge and kills himself. Yeah, I hate it. I hate, like, I hate the final act of Elf, but I think the first two are so good that it almost saves it. I was gonna say one of both of them. I love them both. I think Christmas Vacation is probably higher, just because there's like the shit and bricks, shit and rocks thing gets me every time. <laughs> shit and bricks yeah how you feeling about your christmas present shit and bricks oh you shouldn't use that language sorry shit and rocks (laughs) (laughs) there's also a subtle moment where they're at the store and you're buying the stuff for groceries or something i can't remember they're at walmart i believe Yeah, they're at walmart yep and uh clark puts a a bunch of light bulbs on top. Of oh the, yeah, uh, <laughs> right, right. It's like the moment they don't stick on, but uh, I forget the other guy's name. He drops the cousin. He drops the uh, eighty-pound bag of dog food right on the light bulbs. Like they don't even they don't even hang on it for any time. But it just yeah. One yeah, of my favorite fun. jokes in that entire movie is where they're having they're sharing eggnog, and Clark's like, "Can I get you anything else, Eddie?" Like you egg more eggnog? You want me to drag you out to the desert and beat the shit out of you, or, something <laughs> like that? or leave leave you for dead? He's like, "No, nah, I'm all good, Clark." <laughs> just moves right over it very uh, funny leave you for dead leave you yeah. for dead yeah <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go... like a lot of the classics i like it's a wonderful life yep um, yeah i like i like white christmas a lot but it's actually barely a christmas movie so it mm-hmm. almost disqualifies itself love white christmas love that i love i, Watch it I, all I love that movie but it's yeah. such a great movie 80 like, percent of it has nothing to do with christmas Slightly right. racist, just a pinch of racism <laughs> just a little a sprinkle just a little yep. sprinkle of racism in there but I always find uh, it funny that It's a Wonderful Life really also does not have a lot to no, do with Christmas no, up until like sure. the last like for 20 sure. minutes. Everyone right. thinks the whole movie's the flashback, but it's yeah, like the right. last 20 minutes. Right, right. It's, it's barely it's all, in there. It's almost a science. It really is a science fiction movie when you think yeah. about it because it's, you know, there's there's right. mythology in there and angels yeah. and it's a great movie, but it's not a lot of Christmas in it. I find it too sad. I find it it's too. Very I know it's sad. I get. I know it's hopeful. And, yeah, it's hopeful at the, the end, and and my wife always yells at me. She's like, "It's hopeful at the end. It's hopeful at the end." I'm like, 
but it's so sad for so long. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, it's hard to sit through that much time. sadness at a right. cheerful time Even of the year. the happiness at the end, like, sure, they teach George that, like, you know, his life yeah. has meaning and people yeah. appreciate him or whatever. But that does not negate the fact that George gave up his dreams right. for his entire life. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just like, not. At the end of that movie, he goes back to status quo. Yeah, and if you watch like, White Christmas, you watch a bunch of people dancing, and it's all good at the end. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> there's no. Here's a movie. All right, I'm gonna give you one. Uh, so, Die Hard. Die Hard. Die Hard. Die Hard. Great movie. It's a Christmas movie. Yeah, absolutely. It's, is uh, yep. there's literally no doubt about that. When yep. uh, my when he says ho ho ho, yeah, I have a machine gun. That makes it a Christmas movie, right? Right. So let me tell you another little. <laughs> exactly. let, let me tell you. Let me tell you another little like uh, tradition that my wife and I do. A uh, movie that we watch. <laughs> we discovered it on YouTube. It's kind. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street Two. Uh... <laughs> no, uh, Babes in Toyland with Keanu oh, yeah. Reeves and Drew Barrymore. Wait, it is what? okay. It is Whoa. fucking crazy. It also what? has Pat Morita in it as well. Uh, it, it is insane it's all on youtube it is a musical it is batshit insane it is horribly acted drew barrymore's on coke it is if she was like 12 when she did this keanu reeves wow. sings they dubbed them all with like opera singers it is <laughs> hysterically funny if you guys haven't seen it watch it it is so awesome. bad oh my god yeah Definitely you know check it's it out. good when it's on YouTube and they just yeah. don't block it. You don't know, even it's, try. You know, it's good. Yep. Like, we're not going to DMCA strike this bad yeah, boy. We're yeah. good. You post it. You post yeah. away. Go, go ahead. You know what? Ke- Monetize it. Yeah. Go ahead. Keanu <laughs> ain't a- suing anybody. We don't <laughs> so- give a shit. Just put it out there. You know it's good. Oh, my God. This was fun, guys. Yes, Thanks for great. doing it. For sure. Absolutely. I love doing this. So do I. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody out there. Oh, for sure. Merry Christmas. Yep. Merry Christmas, everyone. All right. Let's, before we, uh, before we end here, I, uh, I tossed out, a, I have a little idea for the January show. I'm going to toss it out. Yeah. Here. Do you think New Year brings uh, new things like pilots, pi- pi- an episode on Ooh. just the pilots? I think, th- I, so I think it'll be a miserable episode for us. Yeah, uh, but I think it's a, I think it's a good idea. You know, New Year, new show. Unless, unless you have a um, another idea. No, no, I no. no I love this. You can it's, certainly marry another idea. Okay. Yeah, I, I have lots of ideas, but this one works perfectly. So. Yeah, I think it. Like I said, for the I think I, I'd love to see like Family Matters season one, episode one. I've never seen it, so that's great. All right. Yeah. So we've uh, one thing I want to say though before we get into it, I think Family Matters is a good one. Step by step is weird compared to where it goes. There's other characters that don't exist. Whoa! Later, oh, that's so, that's what we need. I'm thinking Perfect Strangers pilot isn't that different from what we just watched. It's not great. We can skip it for now. And okay. I'm thinking that I mean it's perfect, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> Greg's still going to rate it number one. <laughs> Is it that different from what uh, the season two episode was? It's pretty different. It's not terribly funny. It's like a little. Okay, so maybe we could forward. do that. I'm thinking we're going to pass on Full House because we've seen a bunch That's of fine. early full and house the first episode of it's, full house is dog shit yeah it's bad but it's, it's not it's also not that different from the other like three no. early episodes we've seen so we're gonna pick some ones that are a little bit different hopefully that uh, i love it that have a different pilot kind of setup clueless. Like, yeah clueless yeah let's do it 
We're saving that one. We're yeah, saving yeah. that I one. Like right, 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 we right. have a gimmick for that one. We have a gimmick yeah. for that one. We're going to yeah, do yeah. clueless, though. We're going to do clueless. All right. It's time for some plugs. Uh, all right. I'll go first. Uh, you go I'm first. Killer Greg. You can find me at KillerGreg17 on Twitter. Uh, you can also find myself, uh, WCTWTF, our other podcast. Uh, we can, you can find my co-host, Tyrell himself, and Faith. Uh, we stream every Tuesday at 2 o'clock. Uh, we usually shoot the shit for about an hour, and then we do top five that changes every week. Sometimes we do special episodes. We did Cats a couple weeks ago. That's uh, a delightful experience. I've watched mm, a few of those. They're very fun. Oh, thank you. I'm glad somebody enjoyed them. <laughs> I'm, my whole goal is just make time miserable. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then you guy. can also find, uh, you can find our YouTube, Idiots with Mike's uh, on youtube we mostly we have bad movie fridays on there which is my favorite thing that i do it's awesome without you guys those um, were very fun to watch as well oh, you haven't done one in a while though have you there's no yeah. movie theaters man right uh, yeah that's true actually i see there's I, still I, movies i told ty we should watch super intelligence that awful melissa McCarthy oh yeah movie, which he did and i keep forgetting oh no <laughs> so now it's just a running gag <laughs> every week he's like hey do you watch super intelligence yet <laughs> this poor guy has been abused nope. by you for years nope. so yeah uh bad movie friday uh idiots with mics on twitch on tuesdays at two and then um myself killer greg 17 and i'll let mark do the wcwtf stuff okay marco yeah no i mean you can follow me at megastar mark on the tweet machine and then also give us a follow if you're into old school wrestling or just want to laugh even if you don't need any context i think that's the funniest part about all this follow us at wcwtf podcast we review old wcw uh wrestling events but i'll scan the crowds i'll find really funny you know pictures or signs i'll find out of context stuff and post it on the on the uh on the twitter account uh if you don't know who lex luger is you will if you just check out my site <laughs> so I have a couple pictures out there of him. A couple anyway, thousand. A couple. It's a great time. We really have a lot of fun. We love interacting with people. Uh, so, yeah, we definitely appreciate it if you give us, a, give us a follow. We always have a ball. Idiotswithmikes.com is where you can find that podcast. Yeah, those yep. guys. You can find those guys over there. I don't know. I'm not good at plugs. Uh, I have this show, which I'm very uh, happy to do. I have yep. another show called Nation of Conversation, which talks about pro wrestling <laughs> which is good so if you don't get enough pro wrestling on wcwtf yeah. if you're uh, but it's well, more you do, of a, like you uh, current yeah, affairs you yeah. are absolutely more up to date and <laughs> than it's we do. uh it's more of a uh yeah a weekly kind of uh slog through what the hell is going on yeah if Ours you're more super into pro wrestling slog Yours is more fun. Your show is more like TGIF pod where you look back at the insanity and try to make sense of it. Ours is just a weekly nerd, nerd, uh, gasm. It's a great show. It really is awesome. Uh, it's fun to do. It's fun to do. And I also have another podcast I'm working on called old games, which is, uh, where I watch an old sporting event with a friend of mine. Oh, that's good. Who's a fan of the team. So, for instance, I did one on the 2000 Mets a while ago with one of my buddies, Chris, okay. and went over all the details of that team and oh, that I game that this. we watched. Oh, that's great. Oh, my it God. takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of planning. There's only two episodes out now. I'm going to do a, many more, hopefully, but they are very. They come out very slowly. So, Well, if you ever want to do one on the Music City Miracle, <laughs> Mark and I would love to be on that. <laughs> You want to do it? We'll do it. I'm thinking of all the ways to go tell you to fuck yourself. Right ah, now. There's a Bills hat back there. I just saw yeah. that. I'm, so I'm a Titans fan. Mark is a Bills fan. So. Are you really? Oh, yeah. God, yes. Yeah. That would be a fun. Uh... Yeah, fun. 
See, uh, there's still a hole in my parents' basement from after watching that oh. game. I was so mad. That's all right. We're real good at covering Hail Marys this year. <laughs> all right, that's it. Awesome. This episode of TGF Pods over. We're coming back in January with Pilot Show. All right, Pilot yes. Show, which is going to be fun. I'm just I love wings. I love wings. I started watching that recently. Very good. Yeah. NBC was great. Oh, all right. We, this is too long. <laughs> NBC <laughs> pod coming next summer. <laughs> Tune in. All right. All right. Merry Christmas, guys. Peace out. Merry, Merry Christmas. Bye.